So, who we got this week? Episode four. I don't know the word. Um, who have we got? You got me, Nick. And me, Chewy. And Jim again. And me, Issei. And me, Bailey. Um, how you all doing, guys? All right. Uh, yeah, pretty good. Uh, yeah. Lovely. Lovely. In this. Uh, it's too hot. Sunny. It's too hot. 32 degrees too sunshine. Hot. I'm going to die. I'm melting into butter. <laughs> it's all right. Can I, I, mean, can I wrap oh, your butter? But in the last 24 hours, I've if only been want. outside for like, I think. 15 minutes? It's great. The rest of the time's been air Oh, dude. It, it, <laughs> it could honestly stay like this for like the next 40 days and 40 nights. Nah, no, no, no. It's, oh, come on, man. Yeah, exactly. No, 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 during, no. during the day? Don't care. Cool. No. During the night? Nah, son. Don't care. Like an ass cold. Yeah. <laughs> I'll right. sleep in the heat. Let's uh, let's get on. What, what 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 did our nerds do this week? So Nick, anything? Games? <laughs> <laughs> Nick's face. He's like, not me, not me. No. Uh, Why is it always not you? Why don't you prepare? It's not I'm not prepared. It's because it's like we're in the middle of the drought, and there's literally <laughs> yeah. nothing to do games wise. Yeah. So right, well, I did, did I did, I did some, I did something that we're going to talk about later, which is. Um, Watch Evo, and oh, actually, okay. I, I salty bet on Evo, which makes it even more fun. Oh really? Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. Right, let's move. Let's move on to Chewy then. See Back in the salt mines. Nick doesn't have a life when the sun shines. Um. Well, I lost my life. Oh really? Yeah, I spent all my time living in the world of Pokemon. Oh. Oh, oh god. Yeah. Okay. Been great. Been loving it. Okay. Okay. Uh, Jim, anything interesting? Anything <laughs> for us? Right. Well. I've spent a lot of time in VR this week. I was hey. playing with the Vive a lot. Um, and playing all those Japanese hentai games. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got one. I couldn't, <laughs> couldn't get Excellent. it to run. Yeah. Oh. Couldn't get it to run. <sighs> yeah, well, it's not under Steam. But yeah, but um, the thing that I found interesting is... Um, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Valve released a new piece of software and nobody even noticed. Like, Valve Ooh, released really? something and uh, nobody said anything about it. It's called Destinations and it's Valve's... Um, it's sort of a toolkit, but also a sort of browser for environments that you can just visit in VR. So if people want to like create their own environment yeah. and just say, like, this is just a place you can go to, which is like, for me, one of the best things about VR is everyone's trying to push it as a gaming device. And I think it's going to be great as a visiting places you couldn't otherwise get to. Yeah, like real world places. Yeah. So a couple of the demos are in there are made by, by, by Valve. And then there's some others that are like workshop content. Um, and yeah, so a lot of it's done with photogrammetry. Do you know photogrammetry? Mm. Right, okay, so if you have a camera and you take lots of photographs of the same thing yeah. um, and scan them all into the right kind of software, it can oh, analyse oh. all the different angles and basically recreate a 3D model of that oh. thing with all the textures stuck on it. Because oh, they're like, Living yeah. in the future, so, yeah. man. So just by taking pictures all the way around an object, <clears throat> you can recreate a 3D model of that object. It sounds like a virtual reality so, street view. Yeah. Kind it's very much like that. So, um, like, I'm down for that. Well, so yeah, so like the first thing I tried out was like churchyard, right? And you go in, it's like, this is a real church in Derbyshire. It's like, oh, so I live in Derbyshire. What's this is weird. And yeah, yeah it it's scrappy and you can see like the, the yeah. rough edges, but it's just sort of amazing that it's like, whoa, I am walking around a believable small English village church. Practicing your grave yeah. yeah, exactly. So, so you, you can <laughs> go up and read the gravestones. Like, oh, so, that stuff. So, and that's just one of them. The best, best one is the one they built from um, data from the, uh, oh, what's it called? The rover. The, Mars rover. Oh. Yeah, I forgot what yeah. the Mars, ro- Mars yeah. rover's called. Well, the one that's on there. Curiosity. Curiosity, yeah, yeah. So Busted. they've got Curiosity <laughs> data oh, oh, and yeah. pictures. And yeah, like, that's got enough 
pictures to do this and build a 3D model. And you can walk around on a real bit of real Mars. It's oh, just like, shit. oh my God. So what you're saying is, I could I could load up VR, walk around Japan, and just have someone convey about sushi straight into my mouth. I might as well just not even go there anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's <laughs> like weed paradise, and you okay. don't even have to leave your house. Yeah. Okay. This is the future. Reduce your carbon footprint. That sounds cool. Uh, Issei? I actually had quite a, quite an event well event filled uh, week. I um I bought and downloaded uh, and started playing Suikoden from okay. uh, on my PS Vita. Um, and when I was playing it, I was thinking to myself, "Wow, Konami actually used to be pretty good. <laughs> it's a real shame that's not the case anymore." Vita, yeah, on my, on my Vita, yeah. Is that thing still exists? Suikoden. Yeah. I, I bought both. I've downloaded both. And obviously, I'm not going to play the second one without playing the first one. And it made me think, "Oh shit, Konami used to be good." And also, "Oh shit, how did I ever put up with JRPGs?" You know, like, <laughs> really? like, like as I'm moving around the city, like my character's like walking at walking pace, and I'm just like. I just want to get to the item shop. Please, just just run. Do any of these buttons sprint? Why can't I sprint? No. This is stupid. Um, but it's otherwise it's it's not a game. I mean, it's not as tropey as some of the um, so, some of the ones made since then, or even some of the ones made at that same sort of time period. Um, okay. So it, it's in terms of storyline, it's quite bearable. Um, other than that, I also, uh, during the Amazon Prime Day sale, I bought GTA Five for PC. Yeah, right. I thought I'd give that another go, because I played it originally on PS3, rinsed it on PS3, uh, but on, on like GTA Online at that point was busted as hell, and uh, didn't work great. So I loaded it up, played online, now it's changed a lot, it's like 26 content updates since I last Jeez. played it, and it's a different game, it's really good, and you know none of you guys are playing it anymore, even though our old crew is still active, that was it. Uh, it Extremely in, in, inelastic or something. I have no idea. That was, oh, yeah, oh, inex, inex the crew, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're head of the crew. You're the one who made it. Am I? Yeah, yeah, totally. You yeah, you, you, made, you made yourself head of the crew. You made two other guys, one of whom is in the room, like the next level's down. And then for some reason, I'm scrubbed here. I'm like the only uh, one at the very bottom. I mean... It's true to life. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I see how it is. Um, um, anything else? Uh, yeah, um... I've also been reading Inuyashiki, which is a manga. Oh, I'm, yeah. Generally, I'm not, as well, you know, I'm not a big fan of manga, but Inuyashiki is is written and sort of drawn by the guy who did Gantz. Now, I'm not saying Gantz became a hot piece of garbage Ooh. in the end, you know, but it did. But Inuyashiki so far has been has been pretty good. It, it's, it's, it's really good. I, I really, you know, I would, uh, for, the few, for the end of this podcast, I'd certainly put it on the watch. And finally, I want to go see Ghostbusters in cinema. Ooh. Yeah. So that's the thing. Stop doing so much stuff. Yeah. Uh, hey, Nobody look, else here is doing anything. Hey, you look here. Yeah. Look here. Yeah, my life. I'm the stuff, Na- man. 90 miles per hour, man. Breakneck speed. <laughs> no wonder exactly. nobody else has done anything. You've done it all. I have. I've, I basically just lived all of your lives instead. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. We're, so, we're basically living through you at this it's point. It's true. So I want to go see Ghostbusters. It's a solid five out of ten. Okay. Yeah. Average. Just average. Yeah. It's it's entirely average. If if you're a massive fan of the originals, you might be a bit perturbed. A bit. <laughs> Only a bit, to be honest. I mean, Ghostbusters two didn't wasn't a great. No film one, either. no one knows what Ghostbusters two is because it doesn't yeah. exist. Ghostbusters two is exactly the same formula as Ghostbusters one, yeah. just just somehow but incredibly this is wor- the funny thing. worse. I really like Ghostbusters two because it's the first Ghostbusters film I, I saw. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. But um, yeah, I'm, so I went to go see it with with Anthea, you know, mm-hmm. uh, 
my old lady, M- uh, Mrs. Sato, Mrs. Sato, and uh, we were sort of um, sitting in the cinema, and uh, at, at, like at, at most of the point, halfway through the movie, I just turned to her and I went, "Hey, Anthea." <laughs> <laughs> What? Which it wasn't a laugh a minute. Which elicited a bigger laugh out of her than some in the movie. Out. So some it, of it, some of it was really strong. Yeah, sorry, Chewie, what's up? Was it as good as you expected? It was. Um, I, I didn't have any expectations because you didn't watch any of the trailers. Well, I did. I did, but I don't. I don't trust trailers. Okay. I don't, okay. Yeah. I, I, I. Expecting a trailer to be representative of a film is is. Is something I learned not to not to damage. do. It is yeah, exactly. I mean, I've seen so many films that didn't live up to their trailers, and so many films that just smash their trailers that it's just it's ridiculous. Because often you'll find that the person who's editing the trailer is just some corporate stooge who has no idea what the film is really meant to be about. Sure. But that you corporate know? stooge had no idea of funny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it's not one. Yeah. <laughs> well, in that well. Is that, Okay, yeah, exactly. Someone gets slapped in the face. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah, exactly. The power, power of panic compels you. Anyway, um, it's not, it's not, it's not terrible. It's, it's. Um, I would put it squarely under summer blockbuster, uh, blockbuster fodder. It's not terrible. I didn't leave wanting to rip out my eyeballs. So what you're saying is, it's something to do. It's something to do. It's exactly. Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. what it looks like. No, that's but what it's, that's got to be worse than the five yeah. out of ten. But it's Listen. yeah, Adam Sandler's worse than the five out of ten. I mean, I, out some of Adam Pixels. I can't put it in that kind of tier. It's not. I would not give Pixels. I would not give. I would not give Pixels a five out of ten. Definitely not. Okay. Have you have you have you have you finished now with your incredibly varied life? Well, I want to talk about Ghostbusters. I find that one of the things he's achieved this week. Is I made my wife laugh. That's, yeah. that's on his list. It's true. It's what true. Which week? is more than it's what true. that movie did. I, I will oh, say. Uh, I will say one thing. <laughs> there, there were some genuine. There were some genuinely laugh out loud, loud moments in Ghostbusters. And uh, are we going to talk about it later in releases? This week's releases. I mean, so I'll just save this for later. Then is it? I thought it was released last week, and that's why we discussed it then, right? The actual game. But because yeah, no one's seen it, none of us has seen it. It was harsh to discuss. Okay. Oh, right, I mean, yeah, the game sure. came out. This yeah. week, I didn't. Right, right, right. Like between yeah. last week and now. But I'm yeah. specifically talking about the movie. Oh, yeah. So, okay. so there was some lo- really honestly laugh out loud, loud movies. So, so there's a there's a part where a character walks past. Spoiler alert! Uh, clearly, yeah, spoiler. Well, I'm not going to go into it. There's a, there's a part where a character walks past a clearly spooky room, and they just look inside it, and they just go, and it's sort of like classic horror trope spooky room. And they just look and they go, no, nope, that's nightmare fuel, and just walks off. And I was just like. And I was like, that's legit really funny. I, I thought they would go and I thought they'd be like, oh no, this movie is so spooky. <laughs> but they just looking at them, nope, they just keep walking. I'm like, that's good. Um, that's a black intuition. But like, the, the worst part of the film is that you can tell it's got ruined potential. There are some... Hang on, so, hang on. Can we ride that back? Yeah, yeah. Please, <laughs> please. Is that, is that <laughs> a superpower that, that yeah. I'm not aware of? Yeah, that, that is. Yeah. That's how come you always get like... <clears throat> African American or African people in cinemas going, oh, don't go in there. Yeah. Oh hell no! Killers in there. Yeah. Oh, are you doing impersonations of? Black no, people? I'm not. I'm, I'm doing impersonations. I'm of doing vocal blackface. I'm, I'm, I'm doing. <laughs> I'm, doing an imperson- I'm doing an impersonation of an Asian Eleven person. Eleven minutes in, and I'm fucking. I'm already on the editing shit. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, um, leave it in. Leave it in. So, so the, the yeah. Enough. So the great thing. So the sad thing about the film is that there are some parts where you genuinely see that it was. It was. It could be a good film. Um, Holtzman, uh, you know the sort of like. Um, the one that wacky. actually looks hot, yeah. as opposed to others. Well, ooh, the wacky. Like I, I think Kristen Wiig is very beautiful, but Holtzman, <laughs> the, the wacky alt girl technician, 
she's actually really funny. She's always doing something weird, and sometimes it feels a bit in your face, but at other times it's like really subtle and it's really funny. Like like they'll be sitting in a meeting, and she'll just like like look at some guy off to someone's side and just reach out and start touching his suit, like while everyone else is just really stone faced talks to her. And she's just sort of like it's not even giving it a screen time, she's just like like if the camera's focused on you guys, she's just like Okay, I mean, okay. we just had silence. For yeah. All right. That's, that's, <laughs> okay. That's inappropriate. Um, okay. Inappropriate um, touching, basically. That's true. In the movie. Inappropriate touching. Is but she, is she the Egon equivalent? Uh, yeah, not, not personality wise. Not personality wise. She's meant to be. Yeah. She's like she's a science girl. Though. She's yeah. the mad scientist thing, mad scientist but they've kind of not done it with the nuance. That yeah. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, and that was the something I was talking to Nick about. That was not nuance. No, it wasn't in your face, and it's something I was talking to Nick about. I said. Some of the characters are, are quite well-rounded, but every now and again, you, there's a suddenly knee-jerk, like, insertion of stereotypes. Like, oh, yeah. Patty is is an interesting character, except every now and again, it's like, BAM! It's just like, what? Yeah. Why, why are you doing that? Or like, you get the laughs. That's how you or get like, the you know, Yeah, or you get, like, this, um, like, the two main female scientists, and suddenly, like, a hot guy walks in, and one of them just turns to mush. Like, not making fun of females, making fun of geeks. Chris like, it's like, you're really, like, Oh, I want you inside of me. I mean, I was, you know, and it's just like, why are you doing this? Why, you know, and the mayor's in it and he's a stereotypical, hey, I said that, I didn't say that, you know, politician. Okay. And it just, it just I mean, feels now like... Now it does sound like an Adam Sandler Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much. Basically, um, unlike the original Ghostbusters, it, it just, and I, as I said, I was talking to this with Nick, it feels like a lot of our modern media, like modern mainstream consumed, consumed media, just relies on stereotypes. You know, like Big Bang Theory, the geeks are stereotypical geeks. They can't talk to women and they're no, like, have like social anxiety disorders. And some of them are on the artistic spectrum. Whereas, isn't, you know, and we're, isn't all, that funny? we're all Casanovas. Well, hey, look, mean, <laughs> magic, well, hey, hey mean magic is real to the point that it's now infested movies. Yeah. Like, it used to be an internet thing, now yeah. movies put memes in movies yeah, to get more it, meme people in it, seats. It does such a disservice because these, these characters who are meant to be, you know, intelligent you know, females sometimes get reduced down to either just solely their female identity or solely their geek identity. And the same happens to some of the guys in the movie, like like the um, well, Chris Hemsworth character is well, that's the whole, that's a the whole stupid, stupid beefcake. Like, literally stupid. Like, oh, is there sugar in my coffee, you know, Kevin? <laughs> oh, yeah, there is. Oh, I hate coffee. It's just like, what? what? Why? That, but that's the whole point of his character. Yeah. Still five out of ten, though. It's not bad. If you, um, it's, it's one of those ways if you switch it off you're just like alright it's better than Gods of Egypt <laughs> oh well, well okay well great <laughs> set, set, set the bar high sold yeah um, it's like the first two steps of him setting all the films ever made in order yeah. it's like just set one exactly Ghostbusters is better than yeah. Gods of Egypt after Ghostbusters I would say next is something <laughs> um, okay so I mean what I did this week now, yeah what did you do taking up 15 minutes hey man nothing. hey man life. You asked me, I gave my answer. Um, I, I played some video games. What did you um, play? Well, I mean, I have a Raspberry Pi. And oh, yeah. my Raspberry Pi is set up as a Retro Pi. And I spent the weekend playing retro games with Chewy. And oh, Chewy, yeah, Chewy decided not to mention that that's what he did this weekend. Uh, as part of his because he didn't yeah. care. You don't want to steal your thunder. He just doesn't Otherwise, give you would have nothing to do. <laughs> Came to my house, played my video games, fucked off, and told no one about it. I didn't um, want to bring it up how I kicked your ass. Oh! And, oh damn, son. What? Micro Machines? We, I destroyed you! We, we played Micro Machines, and you won. You didn't kick ass. I totally you won did. A micro wait, wait, wait. wait, wait, wait. Kick, so, so Chewy won. That, Chewy, that, that Chewy. constitutes as kicking ass. Oh, God. 
Thank you. All right, yeah, cherry cake. That's a miracle. Um, we also, Who's asked um, <laughs> we also played, uh, Chewie had never played Gone Home and, um, I had downloaded yeah. that and, oh God, Nick's doing the face. No, that was surprisingly, um, that was surprisingly cool. It was nice, short, sweet. Would it be better in VR? Yeah. See, that's, oh, look, I'm like, I'm not a big fan of that game because I think it's just whatever, but you can that at it. least, <laughs> I know it's only an hour long. What do you, you mean by whatever? <laughs> that would, that would involve me purchasing it. It's free. What's wrong with the PS Plus? <laughs> <laughs> it's free right now. That one involved me using really? my bandwidth yeah. to download it. <laughs> oh, it's not a bad oh, It's definitely oh, worth a play, man. Uh, Wait, what, uh, what, what do you have against it then? It just it just looks like it's just not my type of game. It's like there's Nick, games Nick that sound more like interesting than that game that I can always play. Like what's the one games. Gone to Rapture? Is it Rapture? No, Gone to Everybody's Rapture. Gone Everyone's Gone to Rapture. Rapture. Yeah. That sounds more interesting than Gone Home. It wasn't actually. Really? Oh, really? Premise wise, that sounded more interesting than. Gone Home. Yeah, no, I think there's more narrative in Gone Home, even though it's not voice acting narrative. It's all basically like yeah. Yeah, yeah but is it more? Is Gone Home more interesting than Dear Esther? I like Dear Esther. Just preface that. Um, I like Dear Esther best of all of them because oh, if really? you're gonna have a walking simulator, you want a really nice place to walk around. That's true. That's it's the best beautiful. Walking place. Dear Esther, the, yeah. uh, like when I saw it, and I, and, you know, it's obviously built in the Source Engine. I was like, wow, that's fucking yeah. beautiful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you can still get life out of Source Engine. I like a lot of the. There's there's some sort of I don't know there's a lot of sort of strange uh, almost like biblical quotes in that that relate to the story and what he's going through in his mind. Well, so, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, and plus there's a narrative experiment because I mean you know you know that like every time you play it yeah it's it just plays a different thing yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so it's like you play through the first time and think you've got the story and then it turns out what you got was just a lot of random snippets of dialogue and stuff and it's like. Right. Yeah, right. yeah. What's the truth? Yeah. Who watches the Watchmen? <laughs> <laughs> but the thing I found with Gone Home is, even though it's a nice thing to do, and I really like the atmosphere, it really reminded me because, like, say what, like ninety two, ninety three, yeah, I think ninety five. Right, and I just know that like the age of the protagonist is the age I was at that time, so it really was like right. again, good nostalgia thing from like just the cultural references and yeah. the things and stuff. Mm. But I got a big. I'm going to say. Ludo narrative dissonance issue out of it, right? Because oh. basic, could, wait, you, uh, could you elaborate yeah. what that is? <laughs> could people could you repeat that and elaborate, please? Uh, as the as the resident well, smart guy. If you want to repeat it, you can rewind a bit, and if you want to know what it means, you can Google it. Right? <laughs> Ludo uh, narrative dissonance. It's um, the key, like setup for the game is you're a college student. You come home from college. Yeah. You get back to your house, and your family have disappeared. And you don't know where anybody is, and you don't know what's happened. Yep. And you go into your hallway, and there's a phone there. And my first instinct is like, I want to ring the police. My family have disappeared. <laughs> what you have to do instead is go through the bookcases and look for notes that have been left there two years earlier, or go through your dad's drawers and just find like his whiskey. And it's just like it didn't feel right for the situation to tell mm. for me. Mm. So yeah, that was the distance part of it. It's like you know, you feel like okay, if I'm going to buy into your narrative, I want to do these things in the game. Yeah, but I couldn't do those things. I had to do what the game made me do instead. It's, yeah. a, it's, one, of the, over that, it's one of the big criticisms people make of the Uncharted series in that um, Nathan Drake is such a lovely, personable, funny guy, and then he kills fifty people, and then he gets, and then just goes back to yeah, and then he just goes back. Your Honor. Well, yeah, <laughs> but then he just goes back to sort of wisecracking. Like he's not like, oh god, I killed fifty people. Next time he sees a lady, he's just like, because he's, he's, he's an action movie star. Like, what action movie? Yeah, no, does I mean, the guy waste I like, of bad guys I like Uncharted, like, oh but god. as I said, that's what some people say about it. It's got Ludo Nash. In ten years' time, yeah. you could do the prequels. 
to all the Uncharted games, just like how they did it with Tomb Raider, and explain like her backstory and how uh, she became. How they explain? Did the same thing with uh, Nathan Drake. They, 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 they kind of already did that. They kind of already did that. Number three and number four. I only got past. I only got two. Yeah, in three and four, they sort of go back and say, "This is how Nathan Drake blurred forever." Anyway, yeah. Anyway, Ludo narrative distance. Ludo game. Yeah, Ludo is a narrative story, right? Distance. They don't gel, so it's, your gameplay doesn't match your story. Oh, that's right. What's Cluedo narrative distance? <laughs> that is when you don't understand why they've had to get rid of Mrs. White and replace her with like Miss that uh, Doctor Orkin. Oh, you mean it? what? You don't token Asian? That? You mean you're not for diversity? <sighs> Listen, well, as why? Hold on, hold on. As oh, the, Dr. Orchid is Asian, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Well, she's not wearing I mean, what colour is Orchid anyway? It's not even a colour, is it? It's they're a, like, don't well, worry they're, about they're, that. They're, they're diversity. She's, she's wearing black with like a little bit she's like she could at least wear the right colour for the character. As diversity. As as the native <laughs> as as the about, yeah. as the resident Asian, I'd like to say, um by her inclusion, her token the token inclusion, I am very insert. Very, very insert. Okay. I can't I don't know any characters Cluedo. Is there a black person in Cluedo? No. no must be. <laughs> oh, what? No. Uh, there is only the killer. It's the only female character. Oh. <laughs> Bazinga. Ah. It's, uh, you got it's me there. the only no, female in. character that is not a missus that actually has something like, because you've got like Colonel... You, Miss Scarlet. Yeah, but it's a, a miss or a missus. Like, this one is right, actually like... Missus, she ha- Doctor. Is. Oh, so more than just plain right. old... Woman. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Basically. Doctor, doctor. Yeah. Okay. That's one of the things I was reading. Oh well. It. Okay. Fair enough. Anyway, the other thing I did. Yeah. Fair enough. I did two things. The other thing I did was play Fury. It's good. Oh, isn't it? It's good. Yeah. Oh. I did as well. It's good. Right. It's not good. It's not good. No. no. It's not. No. It's not. No. It's not. no. What? We're no. talking about bandwidth. What are you talking about? I didn't enjoy it at all because nope. it's the worst kind of boss fight. It's the yeah, memorize the patterns boss fight. There's no like. Uh, Strategy. There's See, no figure out what to do. I love Dark Just Souls. remember so what he does and do the right things back. It's great. Yeah. Um, Chewie and I could not get through the tutorial. Yeah. What? The controls. Yeah. Was I thought you said you you fought the last boss. Or are you asking me about the last boss? No, I was asking you about the last boss. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I read a uh, review about it. Oh, because okay. I thought it was just me. I thought I was I was just kind of like, well, maybe I'm just being like old and jacked and trying to like, yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, here you go, Chewie. You have a go. Exactly the same. Could not get through that tutorial of really? that first guy where he's just like yeah. the weird samurai guy. Well, I got through, I mean, but I didn't enjoy it. I think I think more than anyone else in this room, I I love the Dark Souls series. I love Bloodborne. I love all of of Miyazaki and From Software's recent work. And in all honesty, the boss fights and and a lot of the draw for the Dark Souls series is that sort of pack and recognition and awareness. And I think because of that, it sort of gel, gels as a game. It gels well with me. Because I'm just like, for me, it's almost like a puzzle in motion. You no. know, if, if, if a boss has got a certain, you know, pattern of whatever, and you, you need to learn it, you need to, it's almost like going through a, a, a tumbler to unlock a lock. You're like, uh, uh, uh. I mean, it's all like bullet hell shooter style. Yeah, that, yeah that, that part's quite weird. I never went with that either. I prefer the third person sort of uh, action-y, it's almost like revengeance gameplay. Mm. But yeah, I'm not a big fan of bullet hell. And so when it switches to bullet hell, it is a bit jarring. I mean, even the, the style of the, Third person bits, they're still that bullet hell style. Yeah. He's going to do this, then he'll do this, then he'll do this. So you've got to do that, and then that, and then that. And you've just got to remember what happens next and do the same thing over again. Do you know what that sounds like? That sounds like someone trying to just do old school Mega Man by just the bosses. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Better that's than a, Mighty Number no. 9. That's a, that's a good, uh, good description. <laughs> to, uh, but how dare you insult great grandmaster Keiji Inafune? <laughs> 
KG the colonizer. Right, anyway, I'm going <laughs> to move on to... Um, Oh, please don't. What? <laughs> New releases. Uh, hey! which, oh, yeah, this the, most, the most exciting the section this oh, week. Wow. Yeah. Oh, um, I'm ready. My body's ready. I'm actually going to chuck it over to Jim because oh. uh, Jim introduced me to something yesterday which was kind of uh, cool. On VR. Yeah, it's, uh, I know it's not the VR thing. It's the um, Industrial Light and Magic VR demo which is called Trials on Tatooine and it's basically a 10-minute Star Wars mini movie, I guess, yeah, that you get to yeah. go through. Yeah. And what? it's... Interactive. <laughs> it's just awesome, even though there's nothing to it, really, in terms of gameplay. It's not meant to be a game. It's meant to be like a... Imagine you're they're, doing they're this. They're almost like tech demos, aren't they? Like these things. Yeah. yeah. So, but again, like, people keep thinking, like, these are just demos, but they're not. I think that's actually what VR's going to be good for. It's just like little experiences. Like mm. short yeah. films, you know? Also, short films that you live in. Proof of concept as well. For the lightsaber portion of it, it that's yeah. that is a perfect proof of concept of it working. It's so great. what lightsaber controls actually? Because I've not seen tool, and you get to hold a lightsaber reality. and it's a lightsaber and it feels like you got a lightsaber in your hand and then stormtroopers shoot at you and you have to bounce the. But what if you don't like Star Wars? Then you probably still have a great time. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, Jim endorses it. Is Jim being paid around. by the people who made it? Who knows? It's free. <laughs> it's free. So. <laughs> Probably yeah. not then. It's on Steam. <laughs> it's free. I don't so I, I wish ILM paid me. Yeah. <laughs> so they managed to pull off lightsaber simulation better than the Connect. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The, yes. The oh, move, shocker! Have you used the, the Wii U? Oh, no, I'm not. I'm just saying that like all these people have failed, and these people just swooped um, in, and not even on an actual from ground up game. They just swooped in and got look. Here's a little. Here's a little taste. Here's these people. These people. These people. <laughs> ILM. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just saying. Like. If anyone's going to know how to do a lightsaber, it's the people who invented lightsabers. Come well, on. The, the closest experience yeah, I've ever had to one-to-one lightsaber would be the Wii U with the Motion Plus. That's the really? Close, that's the closest thing. Wow. But this destroys that. This is completely... I expected to, because... You shouldn't even mention it in the same sentence you made. Yeah. <laughs> You're <laughs> downgrading <laughs> it quite badly. <laughs> the intense look that Jim gave to you. Did you see the E3 where Nintendo went up on stage with one-to-one and they couldn't get it to work? No. Well, I, did, I did play. Oh, you missed a brick wall in Hell I did have one. But yeah, so everyone should get that if you've got a vibe. Because yeah. it's free software for your 800 pounds. Yeah, I was going to say free software for your kick butt PC and expensive or something. But I mean, hmm, I'm really curious to see what PlayStation does. Like, mm. more than anything. The problem, I think, is PlayStation is going to be really pushed to make them into games. And I keep having most fun in the things that are games. games. Yeah, uh, same. I mean, even the things that are games aren't really games. I mean, if you if you put me in Job Simulator, and I love Job Simulator, it's not really a game. There's no fail state. It's just mm. like, here, do the thing. Oh, I can't keep Experiences. going. You want to throw the cactus at the customer? Do it. I don't care. Whatever. It's like little bite size. Yeah. Playthroughs. Well, yeah. And plus also, the I, I finally saw what you meant. Last time I used the Vive, the lenses did start to bug me. I could sort of see the, you know, and it's just yeah. like, well, actually, yeah, it is. Supposed I to still want one. <laughs> Still want one. Yeah. yeah. Um, right. We'll move on from new releases unless anyone well, else wants to bring up. Adrift. Do you want to talk about the other Star Wars bits of news which aren't new releases but because yeah, they came out the Star Wars Yeah. Let's, let's add that into because we're talking about Star Wars. Might mm. as well. Yeah. Um, 
Battlefront yeah. got some news. I don't know if anyone plays Battlefront. Uh, no, not I anymore. I, I started playing it and then they sold the, the best gun for microtransactions. And I was really? Like, yeah, the best Pay gun. To win. Literally, oh, fastest bags. gun, most powerful gun. Just two shots, you're dead. And then everyone who basically paid for it got it. And then I was just like, you know, checking out. But, Thanks for uh, killing the community. You know, Dice and EA, I'm, I'm out here. Jesus. Well, the Battlefront news is that the fourth DLC pack that comes out, I think early next year or maybe very late this year is going to be a Rogue One DLC with Rogue One environments Um, also there will be some more news about the third DLC pack which is the Death Star themed DLC pack so how many characters in it? the characters in the Death Star DLC pack are going to be Chewie (gasps) and Boss I think no no that's different different. he's going to be in Rebels TV shows which is amazing I'll maybe talk about Okay. Right. Yeah, Admiral, I do, I Admiral, do like Rebels. Admiral Akbar? Admiral who? No. Grand Admiral Throne. Oh, we'll talk about that separately in a bit. Anyway. <laughs> uh, what was I saying? So, Battlefront. Yeah, the third DLC pack is going to be a Death Star one. So, it's got Death Star battles on, you know, in the corridors of Death Star and stuff. But what's exciting for me is the thing I like best about Battlefront so far is the Starship only battles, where it's like no, just right. a bunch okay. of TIE Fighters and a bunch of X Wings. They're really good fun. Yeah. And there's going to be more of them, but like, in and around the Death Star. So do you still great. do you still play that too? Well, I say I still play. It. I only started like three weeks ago. Is so that on the PS4? I picked or up play. I picked up cheap because I knew that I wasn't going to play it a long time. Yeah. So I thought I'd wait to get cheap. Um, didn't actually pick it up cheap. It gave me as a present, but um, I don't know. Actually, what? What if the person who gave it me as a present didn't get it cheap, and now I'm going well, it's cheaply to get it. Yeah. If you if yeah. you bought Jim Battlefront as a present and you got it cheap, don't feel bad. And if you didn't get it cheap, well. He's just ungrateful. It was a Father's <laughs> Day present. Oh! oh. Like hey, you did good, kid. <laughs> you you did. Good. You did good. We're, yeah, like yeah. everyone but Jim here is giving you ten out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, so I'm still playing it because I've only just started. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Any other Star Wars news? Um. Mm. Well, this isn't game news, but it's yeah. So there was a trailer we for can, season can, three of Rebels. We can talk about Rebels. Um, sure. Well, Anybody watching so, Rebels? No, what is Rebels? Rebels? No. Enlighten me. Rebels is uh, it's kind of the sequel TV show to Star Wars: A Clone Wars, which ran for six great. seasons. Is it really in the, good? Done in the same style, like CGI. Slightly more cartoony, less realistic mm. than oh, Clone okay. Wars, but it's similar. It's the same exec producer is Dave Filoni. Um, so the Clone Wars ran up to it was between episodes two and three. Mm-hmm. Uh, this sits between episode three and four, and it's basically about the initial birth of what became the Rebellion, like the first seeds of dissent after the Empire takeover. Um, so season one was patchy and okay. Season two was pretty great because they did a couple of great things with a couple of, uh, I shouldn't even say, a couple of returning characters that were like big, fun things to see. Uh, season three um, got a trailer at the convention this week and it's going to have Grand Admiral Thrawn in there, which is a massive big deal if you were into Expanded Universe before the canon got deleted. Because Grand Admiral Thrawn. Um, I only know Grand Admiral Thrawn from TIE Fighter, the video game. Like, the 90s PC game TIE mm. Fighter. Um, Way back. But he was in that. I think he was in that. Or it might have been X-Wing. He was in one of those games. Um, so Thrawn, in the original, now disposed of canon, was the guy who rebuilt the Empire after the Emperor was killed. So post episode 6. Yep. Uh and yeah, but he's been decanonized because all the stuff got chipped out. And but the Rebels is canon, and he's going to be in it, so he's basically hey. being recanonized, and everyone 
He's over the moon about it because he's a awesome character. I'm I'm honestly really looking forward to Rogue One. I hope that that there's there's a guy in the trailer. Too. Yeah, there's huh? a guy there's oh, a guy in a brown leather jacket. No spoilers. There's there's a guy, and this is all speculation, so it's not a spoiler. Okay. There's a guy in a brown leather jacket in in the trailer for uh, Rogue One, and I really hope it's Kal Katan because one of my favorite characters from the Star Wars universe. You know, before George Lucas went control A, <laughs> shift delete on the whole thing, was Karkatan. Like some of my. Dark Forces. Yeah, some of my favorite. I remember playing one of the games with him in it and finding a room with Sam and Max in it, or like <laughs> one of the characters. Oh. You had to like chase after an NPC really quickly and get a duck into a door as they went in, and he was standing there holding a blast. And I remember just like marking that. I was like, oh, it's so bad. Okay, what's the other guy who was the lead guy from Shadows of the Empire who was nowhere near as cool? So apparently his spaceship has been seen in oh, the really? Rebels trailer. Um, and it's probably just an Easter egg because he's a pretty shit character. I don't, I can't remember his I name. don't know. I don't know. Shadows no, of the Empire. No. No, 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 but yeah. Kyle Katarn. Because I think Kyle Katarn was like one of the first, like, his his particular group of like Star Wars games were the first ones ever played. And first person shooters. And I was just like, this is fucking great. Mara Jade? Never. She was in the Jedi Knight expansion. I, like I know she is, but I'm just like, like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is, I never because I never read any of the expanded universe. So while Mara J did appear as a, as a cool character, I didn't get her significance. It was never like this Luke Skywalker's wife, nothing none of that. So it was just like what? Mara J, cool. I, as I said, <laughs> doesn't matter. Control or Control A, Shift Delete, doesn't matter. Doesn't, doesn't exist. Yeah, doesn't exist. Um, cool. Uh, let, let's move on. Um, Can we talk about the Star Trek news? Oh, yeah. Right. If you want. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Am I allowed? Yeah, you're totally allowed. Like, I I'm not like the dictator of the podcast. It's not like, oh, really? Because so whenever I'm talking, you always <laughs> seem to like. It's like you're like cracking your whip silently. On I the mean, <laughs> he's not the dictator, he's just a tone. Yeah, you, you do talk a lot, so. Hey, man, it's a podcast. We make. <laughs> <laughs> Our job in a podcast is to talk. And your job is to edit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. All right. Well, exactly. I'll just edit all something out the whole thing. Go on, man. Can finally get my Tuesdays back. You're gonna edit yeah, you're gonna, no, I know what you're gonna do. You're gonna edit my entire Star Trek section out, aren't you? Yes. As long as keep it let's, keep let's, it PG thirteen. That'll stay in. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's talk about Star Trek then. Cool. Uh, as everyone knows, everyone here knows, I'm a massive, massive Star Trek fan. I honestly, honestly did not know that. No. I, I thought you liked Star Trek. Shock. Star Wars. And with me personally being a massive Star Trek fan, the JJ films have been a bit controversial for me. <laughs> a bit. Is it because they're really good? <laughs> because as a Star Trek fan, I dislike them. But as a movie fan, I really enjoy them as movies. But anyway, let's talk about Star Trek Behind. Beyond. Behind. <laughs> PG-13 <laughs> <laughs> so uh, since Star Trek was uh, Star, Trek, Star Trek Beyond was announced uh, what three four years ago from all the start rumours and everything the whole hype train never happened the whole after filming production it's after, still not happening mate <laughs> exactly exactly there, yeah. there has been barely any advertising for it whatsoever and I haven't been getting excited for it at all then last week we started getting previews and reviews of the movie, and everything is positive. So the film isn't even out yet, but all the reviews and all the previews, it's already positive. People are generally saying how good it is. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm still hesitant about it from my previous encounters with JD Films, mm -hmm. but I'm now slightly getting a bit excited about it. And today, was it today? Was it this morning or last night? 
JJ announced that Star Trek Four has already been greenlit. Yeah, I saw that. Just off the previews oh and the reviews of Star Trek Beyond. And it's going to have Chris Hemsworth in it. And it's going to have Chris Hemsworth oh, in it. What? Returning as... Confirmed. Yeah. So uh, wait, what? Hold on. So, so what you're saying Dad is, girl. what you're saying is, time travel confirmed. Well, yeah, the whole, the whole JJ thing, the whole uh, JJ movie is time travel. See, unlike Chewie, well, I'm not a Star Trek fan. This is that work. But that's why I don't like the JJ movies because of the whole time travel thing. See, I'm. Did yeah. they have time, time travel, travel in the original Star Trek? Yeah, but they always fixed it at the end of the episode. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean by fixed? What's the definition? Put the timeline back to normal. All right. What? Like, how do they do that in that Borg movie where the Borg go back in time? And find the people that started the whole space race. First space race. Oh well, first contact. Mate, seriously, oh, Ricky, wait, what are you that's talking a, that's about? That's about as good a description you can get. You, I mean, okay. too, sorry. <laughs> so we don't know what it's called. We don't watch Star Trek. Sorry, which is Star space Trek. Space race is a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The space race. <laughs> um, sorry, <laughs> how they fix first contact? In space. I mean, yeah, how they fix first contact? Um, they wait. Spoilers. Isn't that movie old? Old son. I haven't seen it by the way. So. I haven't seen it, but it's my fault. Spoilers for Jim. You sure? Yeah. Uh, is that the one where... Oh, there's one where Dare dies in there, is that the one? No, no that's a different. No, that's no. A, well, I've had that spoiler. That's terrible. That's terrible. That's terrible. Start is it the one where they go, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few or the one? Mm, no. Uh, <laughs> is it the one with the space whales? Computer! Computer! If they'd made that, but in JJ movie, I'd be happy. I'd be happy if they remade that. Is it the one where Wolf shoots a purple space preserver? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> anyway, go on. Fantastic. Um, they def- Assimilate this. <laughs> oh, God. Spoilers, man. Do you know haven't seen it? <laughs> um, they defeat the Borg. They travel back in time. Uh, sorry, they travel back to the future and... Back to the Future. Wait, what? I'm Fuck so confused. They meet Martin McFly. This is why like, we don't do timey wimey. So, so they meet Martin McFly. They travel back to the future. Timey wimey, wibbly wobbly. And what, and what happens? There's a crossover with Doctor Who. Which there actually is. There actually is. What? what? Yeah, there's so a Star the, Trek Doctor Who uh, crossover. Is it IDW? Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. There's I'm a Doctor Who. Why did that become a bigger thing? Why is that not a movie? The Borg get together with Cybermen to take on Doctor Who. Uh, what? Doctor Who oh, this sounds too shocking mean, now. Well, that's the next Hollywood movie, people. I mean, you, you heard it. Uh, just so everyone knows, I'm breaking out my phone. I'm just going to go on Facebook because <laughs> what? whatever. What I'm, is this? Even? Well, that's it. I'm done. Okay. Um, you didn't tell us how they defeat the Borg. I'm not going to spoil it. But the other start of news is that when the new series starts in January, it's going to be straight to Netflix. Yeah, yeah, I was about oh. to say. And, and the US is the only region that's getting it on CBS. Yeah. The entirety of the rest of the world gets it all on Netflix. Yeah. All at once. Super excited no, about week that. by week. Oh. It's pretty but cool. like two days after broadcasting. Uh, personally, two days. <laughs> regarding the new <laughs> Star Trek movie, I'm also a huge Star Trek fan, and I'm not looking forward to it. Um, you and I discussed this a little bit, Chewy, at the weekend. Um, I very much prefer Star Trek movies that are based on the Enterprise on the ship, um, and this looks like it's very much sort of set on a planet. And I, I don't know. I, I like Star Trek movies for the awesome-looking ships and stuff, and it doesn't seem there's, like it's uh, it's going to be doing that. Well, half the film is all the new ship. The, the, well, we don't the know that yet. Mm, uh, the trailer pretty much gives it away. Okay, well, we'll have to see. But at the moment, I'm not that excited for it. But you love the motion picture, absolutely. Where half oh, the God. film is one slow tracking shot of their side mission. You know what? You know what? I actually that's, that's watched that. That's such a great scene. <laughs> Can we talk about drones? 
Uh, if you want to, I watched. That I mean, is this one of Chewie's? It'll get edited. Chewie's Chewie's edited section. Yeah, this is Chewie's edited section. Oh, we should make that regular. Occurrence. The Chewie edit. That's what will happen on regularly. I watched the you just keep being you off my face <laughs> and oh my god it was so good it was so trippy so great it was awesome if, if the same kid who gave uh, Jim his uh, Father's Day gift is listening Chewie's a bad man and don't <laughs> listen to him <laughs> don't worry this will be edited out <laughs> for, for the record we do have an explicit on this podcast that's so, true um, oh really yes oh sweet <laughs> um, cool uh, I'm gonna move on now from uh, yes. new releases Segment actually onto the news. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry. We kind of done both, yeah. Um, so yeah, news clip. Um, Micronez. What are the folks feeling? I really, really like Cash it. in. It's got like such a idea. I just wish it had a better it, selection you know, of games. I think it's great mm. that Nintendo is at least showing information about. One of its consoles. Oh, oh, oh. Well, no, man. Yeah, they're the they're allowed to keep a secret. What, the OX? Yeah, yeah sure, that. they're allowed to. I'm sure it's a very smart business decision not to start building hype leading up to the release of your console. But they've got a gimmick so powerful. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. They can't that give all it of their away competitors yet. are going to ditch their current plans and rush straight no, to no, the market. To, to, be fair, to, to, yeah, be fair, to be fair, to be fair, Nintendo brought out the Wii and everyone's like, shit, motion control. Yeah, yeah. get on it. Yeah. Get on but it. But look yeah. what happened yeah. to everyone who yeah. brought out motion controls. They failed. Yeah, but maybe if Nintendo revealed that before they released the Wii, I, they would have gotten it sooner. Okay, so, mm-hmm. okay I mean, I can't, I can't swim against all this Nintendo fanboy time. Oh. <laughs> I'm just going to go with it. Gonna go the with thing the is, phone. this would have been such a great device if it was online and it was like, all right, here's your initial, yes, initial 30 games. I agree. Yeah. Download whatever else you want. We've already released them on the virtual console. Yeah. Here they are. You've already paid for them probably. How yeah. about you can even download them again with the same account instead yeah. of paying for them on every device like yeah. you're currently have to do with Nintendo. That's ridiculous. Here's your 30 games. And that's it forever. It doesn't plug into anything. They're, they're not even, they're not even the best games. There's so many uh, great first party Nintendo NES games that aren't on there. And then they put on like the NES version of Pac-Man. <laughs> Who wants to play the NES version of Pac-Man? Exactly. I mean, what if I want to play Ronald McDonald's McDonald World? <laughs> oh, you played Mr. Wimpy? Maybe it was Mr. Wimpy. Yeah. I played Burger Time. Burger Time. Oh my gosh. Uh, so, but no, I mean... It's, it's it's those cheap Argos Mega Drives that are fake Mega Drives, yeah. but it's not a fake Mega Drive because Nintendo is doing it. It's I not mean, made by Blaze. Yeah. It's still oh, by Nintendo. Do you know? I used to have one of those Me- Blaze Mega Drives, and I distinctly remember slow down while playing games. Like it could <laughs> it couldn't even emulate a fucking Mega Drive. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, yeah. because yeah. So I, tossed, I tossed it out. Third party Chinese jam. So I mean, that's that's one thing. Maybe maybe if there's no slowdown no, on the emulation, maybe that's fine. But oh, that being said, I mean, I'm, it's got its place in the market, but. I mean, if it took cartridges at the very least, or as well, Jim it wouldn't said, be as cute and dinky yeah, if it took cartridges. Or, or as Jim said, let you download new games. But this is it. You buy it, and that's it. You're 30 games. I hope you're happy for the rest well, of the time. It's perfect for hipsters. It's like, look how quaint my... I mean, I say it's not perfect for hipsters because it's too mainstream. Well, I get the NES. It would be it's... great if they create a cartridge with 30 games on and then release the second cartridge with another 30 That's games. a really good idea, actually. I thought that. Mm-hmm. Mini yeah. It blows my mind that Nintendo didn't do that. They could just press them on to... Oh, wait, are you saying that Nintendo make, make bad business decisions? Hey, no, wait, because they've made a good... Because they can do a second cartridge with 30 more games and force you to buy a new piece of hardware for oh, it. Oh, I don't want to have to buy mini five, NES two. five yeah. mini NESs to have a games collection. Oh, well, they could just they'll still be the size of one NES, so you're fine. They could have had it have a little cartridge slot in the front. The salt is real. And they could have made cute little uh, DS cartridges that yeah. look like the old NES That is a yeah. fantastic yeah. idea. Yeah. Slide that. That's exactly. a really, really great idea. I had a million ways it could have done that. 
It's, it, absolutely. I absolutely have the, so we're here to fix Nintendo as well. It's the new yeah, Nintendo controller wireless elite. I don't remember. I am no, a G for no, 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 wired. Yeah. It's, it's wired. It's proprietary. It's got the same approach <laughs> connector that connects into the See, Wii remote. Uh, the idea of a wired pad connected to something that's the size yeah. of like a matchbox yeah. that's yeah. going to keep falling off your shelf while you play. It's even crazier. It's actually said in a statement you can use the Wii accessories to plug into the NES controller. Oh, you can play on the Wii remote. But it's got the wireless No, no, no. It doesn't play on the Wii remote. So, you know the classic controller the, yeah. to play retro games? Yeah. That connector plugs into NES. Okay. But the messed up thing is, when they were released, the wire was like, what? A couple of inches? Yeah, because yeah, Nintendo thinks they're kids that sit in front of the TV like then. Like, no, no, no. no, no on the Wii, it plugged into the Wii remote. So, you know, that's wireless. Yeah. But this, plugging into the console, you don't no. have to be Game, like, GameCube wires was like a good half meter shorter than everyone else's controller. No, no, no. The GameCube wire, I enjoyed that. Great. You enjoyed oh, you enjoyed eyeballs. the wire. Yeah. Oh, that, that wire, that quality oh. wire, man, mm. and oh, that plug, nice. that connector. Oh. Oh, so no, no, Nintendo, no. Nintendo, um, what are you doing to us? No, 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 we no, want no, to no, love no. you, Nintendo. It's Don't make it so hard. There's going to be so many kids who have their Christmas ruined because they want a new console for Christmas. And grandma buys on that. I've got your fan. Young kid who gave Jim his father their present. If you're listening, that's what you get. Does anyone? Does anyone here know if? Nintendo are actually going to release that in Japan. This NES console in Japan. Because in Japan, the NES was Famicom and a completely yeah. different design. Yeah. yeah. So is Japan so getting a unique Maybe. version or not at all? Probably not. pictures of a Famicom version. They won't get away with releasing the NES version in Japan. Exactly. Japan but remember, the second-hand uh, industry in, in Japan, especially for video games, is so strong. Their NESs and their NES games are in really great condition. It's fucking unbelievable. Yeah. I went there and I remember seeing like pristine like SNES games rows and rows of them being like man you just wouldn't get that in the UK or the US or anywhere else yeah, don't want this dishonored ancestors yeah kids are just like cartridges. I don't need a cardboard box <laughs> throw it out the window <laughs> yeah okay so um, let's move on um, I'm going to pass over to Nick because it's Uh-oh. Evo time Evo watch Evo Hi. Hi. where you Hi. at Hi. where you at Evo no uh, really tell us about Evo now. this year you, you told me a particularly good story yesterday as well don't let the fuggery happen uh, oh. about more combat, but oh. Karen, tell us about it, man. How was it? Evo. Um, it was fairly hype to a normal <laughs> game you follow. <laughs> no, I say fairly it hype. Was it, fairly it had, hype. No, it had it had loads of great little mini moments, but for Street Fighter Five, the finals descended into just a lot of just fuggery. <sighs> no, that was Marvel. Marvel descended into fuggery with someone. Oh, why am I not surprised? Who, Marvel was hilarious because Kane Kane Blue River, the reigning. Evo Ultimate Marvel's Capcom Champion lost, which I was so happy about because I hate his team. He's got a scrub tier team. I don't care what else says. His team's annoying. And he lost to Christopher G. What's his name? Sorry, the guy, the scrub tier guy. Uh, Kane Blue River. You hear that? Kane, Kane Blue River. Nick is calling you out. Calling one, you out. One, one v one him, one match. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm just glad he lost. And he lost to Christopher Gonzalez. Christopher G. Uh, who had never won at Evo's top tier player in a whole bunch of games so finally one that was great and the, the hilarious thing is as soon as he won he's just there kind of celebrating he's happy everyone's kind of giving him a pass on the back out of nowhere comes someone who looks like they've come straight out of like one of those stereotypical black fug prison movies just no top <laughs> tattoos full-on fuggery <laughs> but with a controller in his hand and just walks up to him doesn't say a word just walks up to him and just stares him in the face and at first I'm like 
is this like his, is this a, his, his friend or something? It's only when he got escorted out by police that people <laughs> kind of realised that, oh, something's up. And what apparently happened, this guy decided to just challenge Christy immediately after he'd won Evo. <laughs> Because that's just the right thing to do. Oh man, you said what you want about the fighting game community. Their drama is, is great. I love it. It's almost like watching wrestling. It's everyone like, had, yeah, yeah, everyone yeah. had agreement. They were like, look, it's esports now. No foggery, please. Nah, man, so like, this guy didn't get the memo. He nah, was just man, like, oh. All day, every day. Foggery. Okay. It's cold. So that was this. But I think more so than Street Fighter, my absolute highlight of Evo is this. The MKX finals, which... MKX is kind of dying off. People kind of got bored of No Realms games and Injustice 2 is coming out soon. But this just made my day because the whole run up to the finals, Sonic Fox, who is a super strong contender, he's like one of the youngest uh, contenders for MKX. He's won everything. He always wins. It's kind of boring. He had a complete clean run all the way up to the finals. And he went up against a gentleman by the name of Tekken Master, who was from the Middle East, or as they kept saying, Middle East. Um, and... Sonic Fox, first match, he wins it pretty easy, he's sitting comfortable. This guy just runs him down like two matches straight. And now Ooh. Sonic Fox, for the first time in most of his life of like tournament play, he's like, whew, this is a, this guy's a, putting it to me, okay. Pulls out like his big boy character, uh, Aaron Black. Try to claw it back. Still isn't happening. The guy resets the bracket. Sonic Fox is now like, oh, Jesus Christ. You can see in his face, and it's the first time you ever see him like really kind of sweating, really kind of like, okay, this guy's really putting it to me. Then he loses the first match of the bracket reset, and for the first time ever, he had to unleash his full power. He removes his blue furry rabbit uh, fox ears that he's synonymous with. That His whole Sonic Fox moniker is this blue furry... Fox ear oh, hat thing that he wears, complete with a tail. It is, oh, Jesus. and he got it so serious. She it, got so it, serious that he did the equivalent of Hulk Hogan shirt tear, <laughs> and just had to just take the hat off, and everyone just goes crazy. Everyone's like, "Oh my god, he's unleashing his full power!" And yeah, he not, to, that's not even his final form. That's not even his final form. He didn't even take <laughs> off the tail. So no, final form not revealed. But he he just got real serious and started clawing it back. This guy was just like, yeah, 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 cool. Claws it right back. It's now two all. And you're thinking, holy shit, is Sonic Fox going to lose most probably the last Evo of MKX and be denied his just non-stop win rate, non-stop taking everyone's money rate? No, he pulls out Alien, the cheapest character in MKX. Zenmorph. Zenmorph, Zen acidic alien, the cheap stuff, just runs this guy over two rounds straight. And he just goes berserk. He's just like floundering around, rolling on the floor, <laughs> like poses, everything. He just is just ecstatic. And I was just like, what a fucking scrub. Gotta go fast, huh? <laughs> what a way to go out. It's just the cheap. Everyone knows Alien's cheap. He knows Alien's cheap, which is why he didn't pick yeah. Alien from the get go. Right. But he was like, That's 70 terrible. grand. Nah, time to pull out the, time to pull out the cheap <laughs> stuff. Wow. To be fair, to be fair, I'll give him this one fairness. His opponent was using Kotokan, who is a really underappreciated kind of character, but has made a big comeback. And one of his variations gives him an incredibly strong ability against a lot of Sonic Fox's characters, which is Blood God Kotokan, who is able to give himself a whole lot of defense. He can basically reduce his damage he takes by 50%, which makes a lot of what Sonic Fox does, which is a lot of rush down, big damaging combos, kind of ineffective, makes him use a lot of resources. So Sonic Fox was like, all right, I've got a solution for that. 
Cynic Aliens acid spitty type thing just ignores that defense. So he just runs that Wait, down. So, so what you're saying is... He's a scrub, yeah. The other guy played smart and the other guy just resorted to scrubbed here. Sonic yeah. Fox was sort yeah. of scrubbed here. Tekken right? Master truly did deserve to win. He was the hero MKX needed, but <laughs> not, not, not the one to actually win it, unfortunately. So, um, uh, yeah, yeah, but that was incredibly hype for me more so than Infiltration just using Charlie to bloody run over everybody in Street okay. Fighter. That's so. cool. Um, Xbox One S has release date. Yeah, baby. Thoughts? Uh, I believe they've removed Connect from it. Um, of course they would. Well, no, they've took Finally. The, they've took the Connect port off, but they're going to sell an adapter. Yeah, so right. You know, oh, oh, wait, so, 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 the port so we can so, sell you. Yeah, so to use <laughs> use the, the, the camera that we basically forced you to get with the original version, you now have to pay even more money. Now, there's some deal like if you send in the serial number from yeah. your Kinect, then you get the... Oh, fair enough, fair enough. Fair enough. enough. That's, oh, oh, that's all right. That's all right. They're trying to be good guys. Phil Spencer, they need to. not bad, not bad. They away. I thought he was leaving. Phil Spencer, no, he's still with them. What a class act. Such a treasure. <laughs> You're thinking of Phil Spector. He's in prison. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Not him. Um, yeah. So, I mean, what are people's thoughts on Xbox A lot of people seem to be really turned around. I was talking to someone the other day and they were just like, it's so small. And mm. it's 40%. Like, just mm. the smallness alone has made people go, yeah. Like, yeah. I kind of want it. I don't know why, but it's yeah. cool. No one cares about HDR. No one cares Brand about refresh, mate. That's I care about, that's what I care about no. HDR. I love it. You, you people who do you love it? Care? Have you got a TV that does it? Yeah, I do. Uh, PC right. monitor as well. I hook up to my PC monitor. No, do PC monitors nice. Yeah, yeah they do. Which one? Why you can do HDR gaming on PC? Mm. No, HDR is there's different. HDR means different things. HDR is like high dynamic range. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, high no, dynamic I mean, range. Yeah. yeah, high dynamic range means yeah. different things, right? Because okay. when Half-Life 2 The Lost Coast came out, yeah. like, it does high dynamic range. It doesn't It doesn't make your screen better. Okay. What it does is like it changes the contrast okay. as you look at different things. I, I know what you mean, but no, I can't confirm my screen does. It costs like £400. And it's one of those G-Sync HDR, okay. you, know, you know, massages your feet kind of monitors. And but I don't think my TV does actually now that you mention it. No, my my Polaroid one. Ooh, got it Black oh. Friday. Oh, oh. Sorry, well, well fought. Yeah, I know, but yeah. Well fought. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, old ladies with it. I'm hey man, you get in my way you on Black Friday. No. <laughs> you know, I haven't been back since. It's terrifying. It's like my nom. <laughs> it's a some things, man. Can you put some comments? Stuff. You can put notes in a podcast. Yeah. Like, put a link to him yes. on Black Friday. Yeah, yeah do well, it. Yeah, totally, totally. Or Shopinator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you should put a link to that meme image you made. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I care about Xbox One. It's because I've got a new telly that's 4K mm. and does HDR. Ooh, nice. And I've got no HDR sources. The only thing that does HDR at the moment is like the built-in Amazon app. And the okay. Amazon, flat, cool. Amazon streaming service has like four TV shows that are mm-hmm. HDR. But and if three got, of them are things you don't even want to watch. If your TV's but, 4K, would you be better off waiting for Scorpio? Well, yes and no, right? Because what it's going to work as is a Blu-ray player. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, um, okay. And at the moment, the cheapest 4K Blu-ray player as a standalone Blu-ray player, I think, is about 400 quid. Jesus. Yeah. There's no mainstream oh, 4K Blu-ray player because there's no mainstream 4K UHD TV right. people oh, right. around. So 
So this is going to undercut that massively. So even if I never turn on the Xbox part, it's still a bargain just as a... Yeah, yeah. See, that's and the Xbox so, part's a bonus. So this has a chance to do essentially what the PS3 initially did where yeah. Yeah, it came out as Blu-ray player when yeah. Blu-ray players were still really expensive yeah, yeah, yeah. with the bonus of it also playing Playing video games. games. Yeah, exactly that. Hmm. Yeah, that's good. Have you heard the rumour from uh, the GameStop CEO where people are reading into his comments a bit too much? But he referred to the PS4 Neo and the Xbox One S being released at the same time. Now there's no release date nah. for the for the Neo, but he said it's in the t- same time frame. Nah. I think he's wrong for me. Uh, same time frame. Let's, it comes let's out not, in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, yeah. Let's not give the GameStop CEO too much credit. Way too I mean, much credit. <laughs> he's just the CEO. Also, oh, so Neo and Scorpio or Neo and One S same time. Frame. Oh, sorry, PS4. Is it PS4K? Or? PS4 Neo. It's PS4 Neo. Did he PS4. say it's going to be no, the same no, time no, Scorpio, K which is like. Neo. Next year, no, Christmas twenty eighteen. Twenty seventeen, sorry. Mm. Right. Oh shit! Because if if Sony well, be the thing is, I Sony think Neo is going to be really soon because yeah. people are saying the reason they're going to get Neo out there is because actually PSVR on original PS4 is it's not jank. Break. Yeah, but with <laughs> the Neo, yeah, 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 with the Neo, it's going to work really well. <laughs> so they probably want to get that out there at the same time as mm. PSVR, which is like Octoberish, isn't yeah, it? October. Yeah, but so if they said nothing at all about it. But maybe they don't want to make too much of a thing of it before the last minute. Maybe they're going to try and do an Apple like, here it is, it's announced, and you can buy it next week. Because mm. as soon as they announce it's coming, like Microsoft should realise, yeah. people will stop buying the non yeah, 4K that's true. version. It's true. So I reckon Sony are going to drop it like a week from announcement. Pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah quick turnaround for actually going to be a last minute announcement. Great idea, because if Sony can beat Microsoft to market on their sort of next console sort of upgrade, then, you know, again, they're, they're just leaving Microsoft just playing catch-up. They really need to, because Teraflops, right? What's Ooh, PS4 terrible. Neo is going to be 2.8. I thought it was going to be 4.25 and PlayStation and Xbox, Xbox Scorpio is going to be 6. Yeah. Either way, Scorpio is going to blow it away, so they've got to be its market. That's the only way they're going to get it. Yeah, blow it away. <laughs> I can't see them not beating no. it tomorrow. My computer's got mad teraflops. No, I really think. I, it still doesn't play. Still I'm... doesn't play GTA Five maxed out at over oh, sixty frames a second. <laughs> I sit there watching the frame card dip down to like forty two, and I'm just like, "Fuck this it's shit!" Disgusting. <laughs> what card? It's a terrible flop. I got a nine eighty. <laughs> it, it cost me. It cost me five hundred pounds when it came out. Yeah, and now they're just like, "Oh yeah, the ten sixty, which is two hundred pounds, is going to beat the beat the beat the ten nine eighty six teraflops." Isn't it ten eighty six? Teraflops. Oh, I've said it too many times. Yeah, teraflops. Teraflops. Sloppy terrors. Um, all right, I'm going to move on to um, last bit of sort of news, really. Uh, given how long we've already been, um, we can talk about Pokemon Go again. Oh. Um, because it's well, this morning I was going to but I think we've just got bored, haven't we? Since then, I think we've run out of speed. Going to talk about Togapi. Togapi's not in the Togapi. Oh, really? What? As many people might think it is, only oh. because of the anime series. Tokyo what about Wabafa? Again, second gen. Uh... <laughs> and it's more than 150, so that first one. gen. I did. Uh, I hatched an egg this morning. Oh, did I you? hatched my first egg. What did you get? Meowth. Oh, Meowth. Meowth. Love it. Do you know what? I almost caught a Meowth the other day, like near my house. But then just as it got to the third jiggle on the poker board, the app it crashed. Crash. <laughs> I stood there for like five minutes waiting for it to like Shrouding continue. And I was just yeah. like, nah, you know what? And at that point, I was like, you know what? This is stupid. What am I doing? Um, did it, I've sort of checked out. When there's a major course. event and people are trying to catch legendaries and then it's like, <laughs> it crashes. Like, <laughs> the salt will rain people from the People would riot in the streets. You know, one thing <laughs> I've got to say about Pokemon Go, 
Great idea. Terrible app. The app is not good. The app app is so bare bones and it's so unreliable. It's what you get for free. I think they got a lot of leg out of like people played it for quite a few days because it just didn't work to be with or something like that. <laughs> the mystery of like <laughs> this is gonna be so cool if it stops crashing, I'm gonna keep playing it until it stops crashing. But then it got to the point where it stops crashing and you realise there's not a game. It's yeah. just it's just nothing, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I think it needs um, I've I've sort of I have been playing it, but I've been playing it. I mean, there's a lot of people in our office that have been playing it, and it's, it's all over the fucking Facebook. It's all over everything social media wise. All and their memes. Yeah, I think to begin with, it was great, but it the, there is very very little to to it. You know, if the, you know, there's it's like Pokemon Light. If you know what but I mean, like there's this, no, it's a freebie. there's no skill or anything like that. It's a freebie casual mobile phone game. Yeah, well, it's exactly yeah. what I'd expect. Yeah, I, I get just, what you're saying. It, it's no Pokemon Red. <laughs> I think yeah, I I I I don't think I'm going to be playing it for too long. Wait. Like I might try and defeat one gym, but then you'll not, never defeat not, this gym. Not no. you, gym. No. <laughs> a gym. So you're playing a casual game casually. I, I I think I will play it casually for maybe a few more days now. I think yeah. that's probably it. I'm, I'm already done. sort of checking it out. I've actually run out of Pokeballs and I'm just like, I'm not buying it anymore and I'm not going to every single Pokestop I can. In fact, I might just delete it one now. Yeah, might just one out there. How are you, how are you finding it, Trudy? Because you've been playing it more, haven't you? Me personally, um, I'm more excited for the features that are coming out uh, later on down the road. Like, uh, Trading between people, battling mm. between people. Um, so I'm looking forward to those features, but what I, what I want to do is be ready for when those features do get turned on. So I'm leveling up my Pokemon, I'm involved in my Pokemon, I'm fighting gyms, I'm doing all that. Sorry, Jim. That was a heat yarn, not a boredom yarn. Oh, no, 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 gyms. Fighting gyms. Oh, sorry, right. I thought you were. I didn't even know you I yarned, I thought you were apologising for boring me. No, I was, I was apologising for beating you. <laughs> this, um, will, this will all get edited. Fighting gyms, yeah, and also the interaction between people. Like um, when I'm fighting a gym or when I'm catching Pokemon, there's always more than one person around. So there's always a group of us doing it together. Oh, can I tell you my awful Pokemon real life interaction? Yes, yeah, yeah. Damn, no, I've not heard this gone. I went to the park across the road because of the gym there, and like it's a pretty like you only had one dude on there, so it's like not very well defended gym. And so we went for a walk around, um, got a few pocket stops, and then went to this gym. I was like, right, come on, let's have a go. And started attacking him. Didn't really even understand how the attack mechanism works. Just tap. Just figure out that you just, yeah, oh, yeah, all yeah, oh, right, you just tap on it. Just tap on it. Right, okay, keep tapping. But then I defeated the guy on the gym. And I was like, whoa, I didn't expect to do that on my first attempt. I'm going down. When you claim a gym, you don't, it's not like, okay, you beat that guy, now you're in charge of the gym. It's, you beat that guy, now the gym is neutral. And it took me like 10 seconds to figure this out and go, all oh, right, so I've got to put my guy on there. And by the time I tried to do it, somebody else had claimed the gym. Oh. So I was massively salty, right? <laughs> <laughs> then this other guy, who's like the only other guy in the park, comes around from the other side of the building that is a gym. He's like, oh, you're playing Pokemon? I'm like, yeah. And he said, guess what? I just like claimed that gym. I don't even know what happened. I was like, I was playing it and all my guys died really fast and I thought I'd just lost. But then I tapped the gym and it said, you're now in charge of the gym. How cool is that? And I was like, Oh my god! And I was trying to be like friendly, chirpy. Oh, well, actually, yeah, it was me who I, I just defeated the gym fight. You just must must have managed to like take over before I had a chance to take over. But yeah. I did a really bad job of hiding how 
fucking pissed off. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> oh, well, GM, jeez. And I think the guy just came away with the impression that I was just a dick. I just you know, you're one of those people that you hear about on the news, you know. Yeah. <laughs> guy, guy punches look, other guy over Pokemon look, Go. Look, look, look. It was really bad. Look, he encountered a wild, filthy casual up here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, can I just take a personal moment for something in the podcast? Yeah. Um, and this is totally this is, off topic. This is weird. Yeah, this is kind of weird. It's kind of weird. <laughs> because yes, because it's kind of weird that I, um, I, I obviously have my phone on, but I have it on, so no interruptions. But my sister just texted me, and she told me that I must check my emails straight away. Um, I'm just going to show a quick picture to you, and yeah, there we go. That's oh, my sister, well, who just got engaged. Hey! Oh, so congratulations to Anna, my sister. Mazel tov! Because she's currently on holiday in Greece and Mark has finally popped the question to Anna, her. it's about time. It's about time, Mark. <laughs> Seriously. Um, cool. Uh, just going back to the Pokemon thing yeah. then. Um, one thing I have seen that I thought was kind of funny is people are actually selling yeah. their Pokemon accounts on oh Pokemon my Go. God. Oh, Hundreds of You knew that was going to come. Well, you know, I mean, um, if you like it, you should have put a ring on it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, which I thought was, you know, pretty, pretty freaking cool. Like, as you know, I mean, Ooh, cool. can I tell you my other Pokemon Soul? Because it was yeah. out in America for so long, with so many people playing it before it even launched anywhere else. And because it took me a long time to figure out how to get it from the US App Store, which I finally managed like six hours before it came out of the UK. Anyway, <laughs> my name had gone. Really? Jim Do. Jim Do was gone, Aww. and so I had to so, use my backup name, Jim Odell. That was gone. Oh. Both my names It's were a real gone. shame, wow. you know. When I installed it straight off the site early, I got my name. Oh. But, you know, I guess I was just quick to the party. Yeah. That's that point hairs that you need. That's the first account that you created and your username was already gone. Right. Let's, oh, you haven't uh, got the set now. Let's move on from Pokemon Go to uh, feature presentation. Um, hey, I didn't read this. Did this. you not? No, I didn't. Oh, I skimmed oh. the email and just sort of blanked out. The next I wasn't the only one who did prepare. <laughs> um, We're going in blind, guys. <laughs> music is incredibly important to the medium, and I want to know your guys' thoughts on what you think some of it brings and what. what why are you giggling away? Stuffing. Okay. Um, <laughs> Ilson's collapsing. Um, I just want to know what you guys, you know, if you guys have favourite sort of soundtracks of video games, what you think, you know, what you think of really really made a game better with, with their music. Doesn't Evil 4 say game, screen, music? What you buying? That's, that's one of the all-time. Yeah, so really? um, uh, Mass Effect, map screen, music. Oh, God, oh, that music is beautiful. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, Super Mario 64, Jolly Roger Bay music. Oh, yeah. Just perfect. Yes. Because, like, these are the things that I'll listen to outside of the game. There's not many for me, but those. Right. Yeah. That's some good I'm, ones. I'm going to... I'm gonna, completely block Bailey and go ahead and say Jeremy Soule anything made by Jeremy Soule for the uh, Elder Scrolls series such as uh, yeah. yeah I mean yeah. You, weren't, you weren't blocking me on that carry on okay. so you know I mean the Dragonborn theme and, yep. and his stuff from Morrowind and Oblivion just fantastic so iconic I love it you know uh, I remember watching in, in the in the run up to uh, um, Skyrim being released they, they showed how they made the Dragonborn theme where they had a choir of 30 people sing it th- in three three times in succession and mm-hmm. mixed it together so it was like a, a, a horde of like a hundred Vikings doing it and I remember just being like so hype I'm so hyped for this game <laughs> um, but other than that um, yeah um, The Last of Us had a great soundtrack yes yeah, um, 
What else? Um, oh, there was another one I, I had. Yeah, Katamari Damacy. Yeah, absolutely. Great. The Elder Scrolls series. Space Channel 5. Oh my God. Never played it. Stop great music. Never played it. I heard the Jet Set Radio's got a great soundtrack. Yeah, also, also never played it. No, sadly, really, yeah, sadly, no. Jet Set Radio, that's yeah, a great game. I've, I've heard that it. it's good. Yeah. Um, so wait, what was the question? <laughs> What's well, our favorite ones? Favorites? What What you think they bring to a, a game? Oh, and uh, yeah, absolutely. Well. I, well, I think a, a great any sound- moments where the music I, has really touched you in a game. I think a, a a great a great soundtrack track really delivers that emotional punch that you need in in, in like narrative focused games like um and like as I said again in the sort of the Last of Us where the where the child dies you know the sort Boy of like, gentle guitar playing really just like oof gets you. Oh, I can't remember the name of. Uh... Who does that soundtrack? Uh, Jose Gustavo or something? It's something like that, yeah. Similar to that, yeah. Yeah, and his music is great. You know, Jeremy Soul's, like, you know, the Dragonborn theme when you're fighting dragons, it just makes you feel epic. Um, what's another one I had in mind? So, skip me for now. <laughs> okay, okay. Chewy, anything for you? Yeah, mine suck. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on. <laughs> terrible, terrible example. Uh, when Dra- Dragon's Dogma was first released, the title screen had a terrible J-pop rock anthem to it like gacked level why are you surprised because it's dragon's dogma it's meant to be like this epic sort of fantasy rpg yeah and it opens with a with a j-pop rock song and when they released dark arisen they completely stripped it out they were like yep sorry that was our bad that was terrible (laughs) yeah we know it's because they couldn't use forces yeah uh yeah man how you like forces or pen pals (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, let's not go down that road <laughs> oh don't get me started um, we'll be wrong for you guys yeah um, you know uh, <laughs> you know which soundtrack I like the, I like the most um, I don't think like, the listeners do uh, <laughs> no they don't but it did get Bailey into um, his genre of music which is my genre I own so, the genre so, of music. so you owe your genre of music to Chewy apparently Quite, no, no. no he owes it to a game I'm mm-hmm. really Unsure where we're going with I'm this. I'm really confused. Um, I'm concerned. The burnout soundtrack. Was a mistake. What? What? Burnout. Okay. Which one? All of them. Oh, I mean, okay. that's, that's, that's quite a, variety. That's a, that's we we created. Well, I created a genre of uh, burnout music. You created the genre of burnout music. Basically, take all the burnout games together, put all the music into one playlist, and you get burnout music. Okay, that's not a genre. <laughs> That's a playlist. Yeah, That's playlist, uh, yeah. yeah we, we, we called wait, it Burnout Music. Wait, didn't one of the Burnouts have that awful song by that awful chick whose name I've Oh, definitely, yes. Yeah, yeah, that was awful. That was terrible. What was her name? Yeah, yeah. Boy, Boyfriend, Girlfriend song? Oh, no, yeah. all I know is EA's the devil. Once boy. they took over, they oh, yeah, 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 garbage. With DJ Striker. Oh, um, um, but yeah. no, seriously though, um, I've always been a fan of Nintendo, obviously. Um, the, my favourite soundtrack would be from Wind Waker. Um, mm. I loved the entire soundtrack so much, I actually purchased the Japanese imported copy of it. Cost me an arm and leg, but it was totally worth it. Um, absolutely loved the entirety of that so- uh, soundtrack. One of my favorite moments in it is just literally sailing across the ocean, just chilling, listening to like um, the sunrise kind of like tune. Like, it'd start off with like, oh, I can't even sing it now. Oh, no, it didn't. But I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> That's my favorite soundtrack. Okay. Okay. Nick, can you 
I'm a, I'll be lying. I just want to block you and say, I know you're going to say Journey. Spoiler alert. I mean, I don't want to be lying just three no, weeks no, in a, in a row of Journey. Journey. No, Journey. Actually, that, I'll, I'll be a hypocrite because I know, I, I've got a bunch of tracks that I just love from games. I mean, I can argue just even old stuff, Super Castlevania, Password Screen is an amazing mm. track. The first stage oh, track yeah. is an amazing track. The last boss tr- stage music is an amazing track. Vampire Hunter Castlevania is one of my favourite songs of all time. It's a great song. So, I mean, I'm not video game music historian, so I don't know the, the names or so tracks, but um, I do remember them fondly. Uh, I have one Guilt Pleasure soundtrack game. Okay. That's and that favorite. has to be, and it's a repeat mention from last week. Oh, okay. It's a journey. <laughs> yeah, 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 no. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I thought it was for a second. No, that no, Metal Gear Revengeance. <laughs> because those boss track music's That's good stuff. excellent. When you find the boss and you get the boss down to half health and then the lyrics kick in. Mm. Also, Rules of Nature, the hypest track ever. Yeah. Platinum okay. generally do great soundtracks for their games. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't just have to be a good soundtrack. I mean, it has to be like a relative soundtrack. Like if you if you have a game where the soundtrack doesn't fit the game, it can be mm. so jarring, but yeah, no, like so game. bad. Just like it just fit. It's just hype. I mean, like for example, Undertale. Like Undertale has for its genre and for for its its theme a fantastic soundtrack. Mm. But personally, I wouldn't I wouldn't listen to it outside of playing Undertale, mm. except for maybe Temmie's theme. Hoy, get the money. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, what? Else's on my list of soundtracks. I mean, there's loads of repeat mentions, man. I still get strangely the hype about listening to the final, the trainer red versus trainer blue music uh-huh, on yeah. Pokemon. I'm not gonna lie, this topic came about because, like last week, I think there was a point where we were talking about music in, in movies and how mm. it can be jarring sometimes. And then, mm. yeah, there was the bit about you, you know, where you were like, I guess, so hyped when they when they hear that music. Yeah, just um, just as a as a teenager, like when you got to Lost Boss, man, the music was just so kind of fitting for like the end of this kind of long journey, and they try and make it super tense. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I say, Shamu Two. Oh, God, stay hating. But um, Shenmue 2 yes. had a great Are you track. saying that Shenmue 2 is not the greatest game ever made, Bailey? I I would say that, yes. Well, scrub. Maybe she get out. <laughs> Scrubby journey. No, Shenmue 2 uh, had a great track called Catching Leaves, which is literally the soundtrack to a part where you have to catch leaves as a test of patience. Like, you sign in. Sounds like you, you play Shenmue 2 as a test of patience. Oh! oh. <sighs> <laughs> This guy, um, where you kind of sign in, you help out at a kind of like lively slash dojo, and the person's like, you know, you, you have too much kind of like rage, you've got too much issues, you need to it's, learn. It's such an interesting game. These Dude, <laughs> you, you can stay hating, but I, I enjoyed it more than Journey. I mean, I'm just saying. Okay. How did I miss it? Final Fantasy music by okay. Nobuo, Nobuo Uematsu. I mean, oh, yeah, he's always class he, 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 His music is great. Yeah. I mean, Classic. Yeah. Final Fantasy VIII Battle Music, Final Fantasy VII yeah. um, Battle. Like, so just the famous ones, One Wing Angel, Livery Fatale, just yeah. just fantastic songs. Like mm. such a such a good just composer. Fantastic. Okay. Also um, the best licensed soundtrack in terms of like, you know, all songs that existed already has to be Geetag by City, I think. Mm. Oh, gosh, like, yeah. In terms yeah. of like doing the perfect job of recreating his yeah. time. Like that game so oh, yeah, well, yeah. 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 felt like where it came from and it yeah. was all down to the music. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Definitely. Um, really just, I, I, would, I would almost say that the radio stations are characters with, within that yeah. game. And the yeah, music, absolutely. You know, it's, absolutely. It's 
It's well, done that well. GTA 4 had more character in the music than it had in the <laughs> character. <laughs> <laughs> Not saying much, really, is it? Yeah. Um, I mean, speaking of license, I mean, the first... It's going to be weird, because it mostly wasn't the first one I actually played, but the first game with licensed music that I remember is Top Gear Overdrive on N64, more because it was the first N64 game with CD-quality music. And it was the first N64 game to take the expansion pack as well. Okay. But I still listen to that band, Grindstone, to this day, even though they disbanded ages ago, but I love the track. Uh, in terms of licensed stuff for me, um, I definitely think uh, Tony Hawk's has got to be in there, like Tony Hawk's 2 in particular. Um, yeah. yeah, the soundtrack to that was yeah, fantastic. Um, you also brought one I, I, I genuinely love. I could listen to it probably all day. Uh, the map screen from Mass Effect. I think it it sounds mysterious when you know you're you're looking at all these planets and places you can go, and it, I think it sort of conjures up a a feeling of you know where can I go next that yeah. sort of thing. Um, I love Secret of Mana. Um, I've always Ooh, loved yeah. music in that yeah. game. Good, um, yeah, good choice. Really, great, really, great really nice music. Um, I do genuinely love Journey's music. I think that is uh, a wonderful, <laughs> Nick's eye wonderful uh, piece of music. Um, no, to be fair, the music is good. It is, I'm, it is I'm not that much of a There was uh, some more that I was thinking. I just want to point out: How can we? We've not. None of us have said it. Legend of Zelda. I was, I was thinking Legend of yeah, Zelda, and I was humming the theme. And for me, for well, I mean, Chewie Chewie said oh, Wind Waker. Ah, no, 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 no. Okay, yeah. For me, like to the past. For me, that's interesting because we've all got a different one. Link's Awakening, the Ballad of the Windfish, or oh, when all twelve instruments play, shivers. Great the windmill thing, which is obviously sort of an old Zelda, but Ocarina of Time version of that is. Mm. Yeah. Great. I was going to say, does everyone have a different Legend of Zelda <laughs> soundtrack? <laughs> yeah, 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 to be honest, just the the main Zelda fans. If they introduce any new Zelda and they're playing that, I get hyped. Then, I mean, if you're gonna pick up one, it's got to be Ocarina because it's so tied into the game. That's something I noticed about the game. The same thing. You've got to learn the tunes to. Mm, That's something yeah. I noticed about the Breath Breath of the Wild. It, very, it seemed very sparse on music when when they were out. I mean, obviously they were exploring an overworld. Yeah. Early days, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, also, um, Deus Ex Human Human Revolution. Uh, fantastic music in the in the menu. Uh, yeah. Specifically, I think it's by Jasper Kidd and the tracks. Jasper Kidd does some great yeah, stuff. It, the tracks were Icarus. Yeah, Icarus is the one from the trailer, and it is. Just one of the best songs mm. from a video game I've ever heard. Yeah, I love Jesper Kids, mm-hmm. uh, Assassin's Creed 2 soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, Venice and, and Rooftops. I've, I've yeah. actually got this on my MP3 player. You know, they're like the best, some of the best um, video game music. Well, I mean, just to, to bring up something we spoke about earlier, um, I love the audio touches in Gone Home um, because it, it really, really sets that sort of mid 90s sort of, um, I mean, what's the name of the genre? Um, Grunge? No, mm. no, it's not. It's um, synth pop. Nineties uh, <laughs> music. Synth pop is nineties. I know it's, it's not, it's, but he doesn't know what it's called. It's 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 female punk rock. Riot mid-90s. girl. Riot girl. Riot girl. That's the one. Riot girl. Yeah, yeah. Girl spell G R R. Didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, and and it right, really um, it really shit. does recall that sort of mid nineties sort of alt. You mean like garbage? <laughs> no, as in the band garbage. <laughs> no, 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 garbage. No, no, no. no. Garbage were not right. Go. No, no, they weren't. No. You're getting it wrong. Um, <laughs> okay, that's fine. Give me an example. I, I'm gonna try and. Like, L7. Oh, 
Cookie yeah, Bear, yeah, I think. Yeah. Uh, Never I heard any of this stuff. In yeah. the 90s, I was listening to The Offspring. You wouldn't have heard this stuff. It was pretty niche, even for people who gave a shit about indie music in the 90s. Ah, uh, fair enough. We weren't niche in the first place. So, Solid Crew Black. There's a niche of a niche. Rizzo. Okay, so uh, any any others uh, before we move on to... Uh, yeah. Oh, go on then. Go to the Battle Bird. Well, I started thinking about older stuff like early 90s PC gaming. I don't know, like... I don't know if you even know this unless you were doing it, but do you remember like for a while, it didn't last long, but for a while, you needed two sound cards on a PC. Mm-hmm. You'd need an Adlib card and a Sound Blaster card because right. Sound Blaster uh, could only yeah. do sampled audio, so it was any sound effects, and that Adlib did the music. Yeah. It was basically a, a synth on a chip, so it just played MIDI files. And so, like, you know, um, suddenly gone blank on the Guy Bruce Threepwood games. Was what you mean? Monkey Island. Monkey Island. Yeah. Yeah. Right, okay. yeah, the Monkey Island stuff and all the LucasArts stuff, all that kind of like. It all ended up sounding sort of the same because it all played on the, basically the same instrument, which is like the Adelaide card. And right. So all that like early MIDI stuff has a real distinct atmosphere bloop, to me. Uh, and stuff like Return to Zork and that just, I mean, okay. like, if okay. you play an emulator Return to Zork now, it does a really good job of emulating the Adelaide chips, so it just sounds like. And then like, before that, SID chips in the C64 and all that great stuff. And, you know, the one that was sampled was Zombination, which was from, uh, oh man, I'm going to... Let myself down my game, what game that's from. And then Spectrum sound chips where it can only do one note at a time, and so it had to, like, you know, like, to play a chord, you'd have to, like, rapidly play all three notes, and so you get awful stuff like the um, Lordy Screen from Manic Minor and oh, Jesse Willie as well, where Jesse Willie was trying to play uh, Moonlight Sonata by Beethoven. Right. To, like, one <laughs> job the numbers. Oh, yeah, oh. oh that's wow. just great. <laughs> that's. Yeah. Class stuff, that's, uh, that's old school jank. I've um, got two shout-outs, one very random shout-out in okay. terms of a track. Not even just the whole soundtrack, just one track in particular that always stick with me even I've not played the game in years and years okay. and years, which is the general kind of stage music to the Bullfrog original syndicate. Yes. Oh, wow. I've yes, never yes. forgotten that track, and I used to play syndicate a lot, but like, that track for some reason it just really like summarised the, the whole oh, hell, you mean the butchery <laughs> yeah. oh god no thanks yeah, EA yeah. Um, yeah that track always stuck for me like that just encapsulated everything I can remember about Syndicate just it felt shady felt kind of cyberpunk you know it wasn't uh, that and then basically a shout out to all Vanillaware games in terms of mm, their, their yeah. music direction and there are Abrura Massa um, Dragon's Crown and Odin's Fear all have yeah. great music I and mean, Odin Sphere alone, the victory music from that just always kind of gives me that, that feel okay. of oh shit. Yeah. It's really cool. I'm really glad nobody's mentioned the song that plays when you go into Mexico in Red Dead Redemption because that was such a try hard soundtrack yeah. moment. And everybody <laughs> oh, felt really? it. I don't even remember it. No. Don't even remember it. Everyone, no. Yeah, at the time everyone made a big deal about that. That like Jeez. suddenly you get a vocal track in the soundtrack and it kind of oh, takes over the house. Um, right. See, that's the thing, you try, you try hard, people just eventually forget. Mm. Yeah. No, the incidental music in Red Dead was great in terms yeah. of creating an atmosphere yeah, for the world, but I don't remember. Good. Mm. Mm. All right, um, let's move on to um, shows we got. So, anything you guys want to. Re- oh, God, Nick's already out. No, anything no. you guys want to recommend <laughs> yeah. someone to check out? Yeah. Um, um, it could be anything. You know, it doesn't have to be like, I did, I did this. No, this week, you know. um, So, Mr. Robot Season 2 has just come out on Amazon. Okay. Um, I definitely recommend it, and I definitely recommend Mr. Robot Season 1. Um, maybe it's not for everyone, but it's it's a solidly acted, solidly written, you know, show. Um, really excited to... Are to you being paid for this? 
I watched it like a year ago on Amazon. Yeah, it's only coming yeah, out to TV. I watched it before I was on Amazon. I torrented it. And it's great torrenting it because have you seen all the episode titles? Or like? Kids, kids, we, we don't condone torrenting. If anything, we, we condone on. buying goods whether they're first or second hand. All the episode titles are like named after what torrents of the episode title would be called. So they got like... That's true, yeah. It's really good. It's really good. Um, so I'm, I've actually just using the Amazon TV oh, I am chilling Amazon TV I've downloaded I'm going to watch it on the way home um, other than that I uh, can I just interrupt because yep. the thing with Mr. Robot is it's great unless you've seen the one specific film that the whole thing is stolen from oh. like the atmosphere well I can't even say because the twist of Mr. Robot season one is stolen from this film oh, but yeah basically right. if you watch it you'll see it straight away and it's the soul like they don't even try and hide it to the extent that they use a version of the same song from the moment. Oh, in the yes, film okay. Twist I know what you're filming. In the TV show. Now, as if know. to say, so they're trying to say, we know we've stolen this, we know you know, let's just get over it, so right? But it's uh, just a hard, so the it's hard is, is, is the, the movie that it's taken from, is it, is it Short Circuit? Uh, <laughs> ruined it for everybody. No, oh. this number five. <laughs> um, is number? He is the Mr. Is, Robot. Is yeah. it? Batteries not included. <laughs> Another fantastic one. Batteries not included. <laughs> Mr. Um, robot isn't a robot, though. I, oh, okay. That's not a spoiler. That's the real twist. <laughs> yeah, he's a bicentennial. Maybe that's a season two spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> um, and other than that, I would, and it's it's an old thing, but I I watched um, I watched the thing. The other night, and I don't mean the original eighties uh, one, which is masterpiece. I mean mm. the two thousand eleven one, which isn't bad. Mm. You know, um, it's got a big legacy to live up to. But I would suggest that if you, if you've never seen it, I would go watch John Carpenter's Apocalypse trilogy, and that is the Thing, mm. um, Prince of Darkness, and in my opinion, the best one in the Mouth of Madness, which is a one of the best film depictions of Lovecraftian horror. Um, I've ever seen, especially. Uh, and don't want to spoil it, and you shouldn't go look for it. You should just watch the film, especially the end. In the at the end of In the Mouth of Madness, there's a scene that just encapsulates Lovecraftian horror in its entirety, and it is fantastic. Uh, those are the two things I would. Oh, so okay, okay, check that out. Anyone else, Jim? Um, I'm sort of going through a, a sort of mini self-imposed season of real crime TV. Oh, um, okay. there's been some great stuff recently. So. The Jinx, if anyone's heard oh, of Jinx, mm. really great TV. Um, with oh my god, the most jaw-dropping ending of a TV series I've ever seen. Really, for a documentary show as well. Okay. So like, absolutely. Than Game of Thrones. Yeah, seriously. You just come away going, oh my god, did that just happen? So yeah, and this is a real life. It's mm. real is, life. Is, is the twist so, that Stephen Avery didn't do it? It's a documentary about a real, <laughs> real guy who's been up to some sus stuff in the past. Um, Robert Durst is his name, and mm. he's kind of like he's been Lead pretty big like news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's some oh, pretty dodgy stuff. Man. Does, that is, yeah. does, no, does, does he break stuff? Does his crimes? It helps a lot that you're not American, I think, because he's yeah. been all over the news and he's kind of known in the US. But mm. I could come to it completely cold and just hear the full story. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't yeah. ring any bells. Great show. What's it called again? The Jinx. The Jinx. Okay. So definitely that. But then, yeah. So following off from that, um, a couple of months ago maybe a couple of weeks ago I can't remember but we watched uh, People vs. OJ Simpson okay. oh. exactly. um, that's something that. like covered in Emmy nominations and it's like 
it's it's weird because it's a bit TV movie, right? But the yeah. cast is amazing. It's like Cuba Gooding Jr., John Travolta, David Schwimmer kind of steals it. You wouldn't expect him to. Oh, wow. But yeah, so that's play, a really um, good dramatization of the Paul J trial. And he plays Jenner, doesn't he, Bruce? Bruce Jenner. Uh, not Bruce Jenner. Oh. He plays Robert Kardashian. Ah, oh, uh, yes, of course. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So Kim Kardashian's father. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, that's really good as well. Um, slightly different tone because it's a dramatization. Yeah. But yeah. awesome. Um, and at the moment, I'm kind of late to it, but I'm watching Making a Murderer. Oh, we're gonna say, we're gonna say, oh, yeah. yes. I so love halfway through that, and that as well. It's just like, oh, are you? Do you just do you just watch it and you go, oh my, what the fuck? Exactly. What the, oh my god. Spend yeah. so much time just yeah. thinking. The fucking place. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, at the end of episode, yeah, I know because what you mean. Because when I watch Making a Murderer, every now and again they'd be like, "Oh, we've just found this," and it's something that's so incriminating against the police. Like, "Oh, we just found this evidently tampered piece of evidence," and you're just like, "This is it. This is what. This is yeah, what's yeah, going to get yeah. Stephen Avery off." And then in court, they're just like, "Well, we're not going to talk about that because that's got nothing well, to do well, with it." Oh, that's Don't spoil it for yeah, yeah. That's the discussion. When when you finish that, at the right. end of Making a Murderer, I just remember just getting up from my sofa and being like, "Well." I'm going to go kill myself now. <laughs> just, I mean, there's no just, hope in this world. It's strange watching it after um, both those other shows because the thing yeah. about the jinx is yeah. there's some really good lawyering in that show. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's good lawyering for the guy who's a piece of work, right? Yeah. But at least you get to see some good lawyering. Yeah. And then People vs. Oh, Audio Simpson. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. There's some really good lawyering Ridiculous. for the guy yeah. who's, well, I'm not going to say Audio Well, well right? you know, <laughs> he's in prison now because, you know, he at least at one point recently was a piece of shit. Yeah. So, yeah. And what's really frustrating about making a murderer from me so far is there's some really weak-ass lawyering yeah. on well, not the only that, side but of the al- Almost sort of sabotaging lawyering. Was almost yeah, yeah, like, yeah. oh, we just want to get... Oh, yeah, yeah, fuck it, some, we're just going to get this guy prosecuted. There's some scumbag you, stuff. You're just like, oh, man, how can, how can a legal system like this be allowed to exist? Yeah. So especially oh, yeah. when like the police are kind of like, Saying, well, you know, they need to prove that we've planted this evidence. That's not how the trials yeah. work. Yeah. They need to prove the guy they're accusing did it. If there's reasonable doubt, then you have to acquit. Doubt. You have to acquit. And yeah. So we don't need to prove the police did it. We need to show it looks like the police might have done it, and that should be enough yeah. to cast reasonable doubt. Yeah. But the legal team just aren't making that argument. It's so frustrating. You can't yeah, like, because one you thing, want to stand there and take thing, over and be like, "Look, I can defend this James guy." Just there as Henry yeah. Fonda. Well, so, I, I, I also think like the, the people who represent Stephen Avery. I think we're quite good. They were, but, they were but but the the people uh, defending uh, Brendan Dassey. Oh my god! Yeah, I've not even got to that. Oh no, my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. so, yeah. If you're pulling we'll, out your we'll hair now, when yeah. it comes to the trial of Brendan <laughs> oh. Dassey, and you see what his first state-appointed lawyer did to him, oh, and his, his confession tape is so much, oh, yeah. but it's so blatant. It's so obvious that he's been led to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. I remember there's even a scene where the police was like, "Look, I'm just going to come out and say it. Who shot her?" Yeah. And just like. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> in any reasonable country in the world, that would just get the case thrown out. That's leading. That's leading the, exactly. the, the, yeah. the you know yeah. it's tough. the suspect. I think, I, think, I think the show is an exercise in what can happen when the justice system is is just an extension of the prison is, system and yeah. is entirely is, is entirely turned against you and yeah. already yeah. you know unbelievable. Is, yeah, that's a pretty stacked deck. But yeah, yeah. that that'll be a great yeah. discussion. Okay, not my, not even not even <laughs> not even Brenda Darcy and. Um, Stephen Avery's white privilege could save him. No. <laughs> and, then, um, oh, and then, just to get topical, and now the police have finally decided they want better gun controls now that people are shooting <laughs> coppers. It's like, now, now finally the police are like, maybe we should stop having so many guns on the street. Like, oh, well, good luck to that. Good luck to that. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, Change that amendment. Chewy, anything for you, mate? 
Um, no, because last week was uh, quite a blur for me. <laughs> a blur of the boardroom. Just I just moved pretty fast. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't get much sleep last week yeah. after. Um, right. Blaze it, mate. Game. Blaze it. Yeah. What? No, no, no nothing. I didn't say anything. Um, <laughs> it's a life in the fast lane. <laughs> yeah, I only live fast, die young. I only really did stuff of interest over the weekend with Bailey. Oh, you mean when you kicked his ass? This is, this is an explicit <laughs> show, but we have limits. So. <laughs> um, last week, it was more. I was more socialising with people. Um, really well, that's not what nerd, you're fired. Uh, yeah, Get yeah, out of here. So, Get out. Yeah. Did you at least like socialise watching like a remake of a beloved film classic? Well, actually, you socialised watching an anime called Trinity... Trinity Blood? Oh, fucking weeaboos, man. Trinity... Oh. That's Vampire Schoolgirl. Yeah. yeah. Vampire Schoolgirls? Seriously. Oh, oh, now you're we- no, 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 I'm not fucking weeaboo. Seriously, uh, I'm, out, I'm out. I'm out. I'm gone. Bye. You lay yourself down, I think, should we? Yeah. I'm it moving was, on. It was all about socialising, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nick. Well, watching that. Um, Jesus. What did, I, what did I do? I. I think we're saying what should people it, keep an eye out for? What, what we did? Yeah. In my... Something for people to check out. In my hunt for what eventually needs to replace Bleach dying. Um, <laughs> no, Bleach, the long Bleach, Bleach is dead. No, no, no. Bleach, no, Bleach it, died no, like no, 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 no. eight years no, ago. No, 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 no. His corpse is going to stay around no, for no, another no. three no, years. No, it should have We died. need to see the last embers of this train wreck <laughs> just peter out. It's like but a firework. Never go back to a seemingly <laughs> out of firework. Just to blow up in your face. That's Bleach. <laughs> yeah. Um, so in my hunt, I found a manga by the unfortunate name of Fire Punch. <laughs> <laughs> the classiest of names. Is it about vampire schoolgirls? No. Otherwise, <laughs> I would have skipped it. No. Um, what, what does Hadouken mean? <laughs> it means uh, it vacuum fist. Oh, vacuum oh, right. fist. Jesus. <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but Fire Punch, yeah, unfortunate name, but the, the premise was so random that I just had to read it and I have to recommend it just based on the fact that the premise itself is, is pretty goddamn random, regardless of the name, which is literal. But Fire Punch is actually about uh, a world in which People who have powers um, are called blessed. One of the most powerful blessed is someone called blessed. the Winter Witch, who has basically turned the world into essentially a frozen wasteland. Just covered the world in ice and snow. Um, people are dying out. There's lack of resources everywhere. Um, and it, the story starts with their brother and sister who have the ability to regenerate. The brother extremely so. So to stop everyone from dying of starvation, he actually cuts off his own arm regenerates it and just great bundles of his like cut arm to give to people to eat and that leads to his whole village being wiped out by people who are just like cannibals eh well you guys heretics and just wipe them all out and his insane revenge story to kind of get back at having everyone including his sister basically kind of murdered and the twist that got on from that and it's on current ongoing series so I've kind of read up to a recent chapter but it's ridiculous enough that I'd have to say it is worth checking out. Edgy. <laughs> yeah. Edgy, mate. It wears edginess right on that sleeve. But yeah. Fair enough. Chewy, um, Chewy, do you have anything that you want to recommend people are going to... Not what you did last year, but anything you think they should check out? Sadly, no. I don't. I did, at one point, stare at the indie sale from the PS, PSN store for oh, quite right. a bit. 
Didn't see um, anything interesting? I did. I saw a lot of things interesting. Yeah. Uh, I just couldn't decide on what to buy. So I'm in two minds whether I should buy a lot of things. What's your shortlist? Yeah, what's, what's your shortlist? What's your shortlist? We've actually discussed a lot of them today, to be honest. Um, uh, everybody's Gone to Rapture. Mm-hmm. Uh, gone Home. Um, oh, what's the other one? Not, not... Is it Flower? I think we discussed that last week. Flower. flower. Yeah. Is it Flower? Journey. Flower? Yeah. Journey of Flow. They're all by the same developer. Flow. Yeah. Journey I've already got. Yeah. Flower I haven't played. Um, Flow I do have, and mm. I really enjoyed that, yeah. as well as Journey. But I've never played Flower, so I'm thinking about picking that up. Um, Goat Simulator is very, very cheap at £2 at the that, moment. Wow, I would recommend yeah. Goat Simulator yeah. for £2. Uh, That's especially if you're going to split screen it. It's just yeah. Yeah. hilarious. And, like, you can't afford two pound. Yeah. So yeah, I'm. 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 <laughs> I can't believe it's insane for a good week with Joe Simulator. I do apologise to anyone who can't Go afford two pounds on for this Simulator. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's that's that's thing. It's, it's like it's not that I want to buy one thing. It's why I want to buy so many things in there because it's an indie sale. Yeah, mm. indie devs. They, they, yeah, yeah. they need your money. Exactly. Well, exactly. But there's so many good games in that sale but right now. Buying indie stuff is so difficult because. Most of it's been on PS Plus, and so yeah. much of it, you're going to be like, yeah, if I'm not going to get it, it's going to be on PS Plus. Well, this is why, this is why I'm talking about it, because for people that are listening as well, there's so many good games in the sale, dirt cheap right now, and we've discussed so many of them that... I'd definitely say, if you've not been on PS Plus long, and there's stuff popping up that you think might be on PS Plus, it's worth yeah. checking whether it has been already, yeah. and yeah. if it hasn't, then snap them I've, I've like got so many amazing games on PS Plus that I'll never play. Apotheon, I've always really wanted to play. Yeah, me too. But no, I just no. haven't got the I time. Get, I get that spin, it was, it yeah, was okay, it's okay, but it's a bit, it's a bit stiff for something that wants to be a bit of a Castlevania. Yeah. Mm. Hey man, I like the yeah. jank. <laughs> that jank. Um, okay, for, for um, me, um, in terms of um, what I would say to people to check out, um, I've never actually read, and I've just started reading um, Isaac, uh, Isaac Asimov's uh, Foundation series. Um, I never got around to reading it when I was a kid. Um, I think most kids don't. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I read a lot as a kid, so. Um, but even growing up, I, I never got around to reading it. And I've, I started reading um, Foundation from a, a library here at work. Um, oh, cool. And I immediately um, bought. Uh, the second one in the series, and I'm sort of halfway through that. Um, just, inc- just amazing sci-fi. Just really, really, mm. really great sci-fi. Um, cool. So I would say for people to check that out. Um, but yeah, that's kind of it for me. Um, Actually, Jim, uh, I did. Sorry, I just did want to say something else. Jim, have you listened to? If you're into true crime, have you listened to the Serial podcast? Yes. Oh, brilliant! Listen to all of season one. It was great. Season two, I got bored really quick. I don't know what it was. Just something didn't grab me about that like military story. Bo Bogdahl. Bo Yeah, so I burned out on that pretty quick. But season one was great. Mm, Um, But yeah, I'm not like a true crime kind of person. I don't sit watching like those awful crime channels and stuff. Mm. But just there seems to be a little flood at the moment of stuff in that area that's actually really really good. Really fantastic true crime. Those are like TV shows and they're such absurd kind of true story. Like there's like. The kind of crime stories where it's like, oh, this, but this is a crime of passion, and I did this, and then, and then it went to trial, and then there's something as ridiculous as um, making Stephen a murder. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like That's that, the kind of shit that you you hire a team in Hollywood to write. Yeah. Well, I'll still totally say the jinx is above all them in terms of. Oh, really? Well, man, let's get on that straight. Cause go for it. Go for it. Yeah. Make a murder. Fair yeah. enough. Uh, that's really kind of 
it for the podcast this week then. Uh, unless you guys have got anything to add. I've got one shout out. Okay, go on then. Uh, Jim and Issei, love your t-shirts. Thank you. I'm I'm currently wearing the X-Files Loot Crate t-shirt. Yeah, I've been staring at it the whole podcast yeah, and I've just been like, Look at them. that Look is an awesome t-shirt. Look at them aliens, mate. Look at them. What about you, Jim? What's uh, your t-shirt? I've, do you want to describe my t-shirt? No, you get it. your t-shirt. Uh, it's the targeting computer. Luke, you switched off your targeting computer. It's a little readout from the targeting computer. Um, which was Yours a the fast, Christmas present or birthday present. Was it? Was it's it a not present. a Father's, Father's Day present? Wasn't a Father's Day present. No. Yeah, what? what? <laughs> just, just, for, just for our listeners, Chewie just suddenly reached out and grabbed Jim's chest and stomach region to look at the t-shirt. The reason it's I getting did, very hot in here. The reason, the reason why I did that. Uh, one thing I love about Jim's t-shirt, even though it's a Star Wars t-shirt, is how it feels. It's <laughs> <laughs> how Jim feels yeah. in your hands. <laughs> there's, there's no Star Wars logo on it at yeah. all. Any, there's no reference that it's a Star Wars t-shirt, apart from the fact that if you know Star Wars. It, you know it's Star Wars t-shirt and I just I just love t-shirts like that uh, where you don't, t-shirts yeah you don't That's have a logo it doesn't specifically say what it's from or what it is just like Issei's one as well X-Files baby mm-hmm. I like Bailey's one <laughs> yeah, yeah I didn't want to comment on Bailey's one it's a it's a baby metal t-shirt oh weeaboos everywhere oh. well don't be dissing baby metal I love baby metal yeah okay weeaboos it's a good fun uh, cool uh, that's it for this week uh, Nick say goodbye uh, before I say goodbye, I have an oh. addendum. Oh, oh God. Addendum. All right. Avoid, um, bo- avoid bone daddies. Oh, God. That's that's another story. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> that's next week's episode. No, just me being extra weeby. Um, Hador oh, Kenny's wave motion fist, not just wave fist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And with that, I sure off. you can. Goodbye. Sure you can is rising dragon fist. Oh, Chewie, say I'm goodbye. I'm up here, guys. Bye, Chewie. Chewie. Okay, we'll say goodbye. Bye bye. You say. Sayonara! Matane. <laughs> oh god! <laughs>